All right, ladies and gentlemen, okay, now I'll let you start. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Pool Boys Show, episode two. Sam, how you feeling? Uh, tired. Yeah? Yeah. Came back from jujitsu. So, uh, no, I actually didn't end up going because last night um, I had a sparring at uh, my Muay Thai class. Mm -hmm. So every Friday night they're sparring. And uh, I know that the weekend I'm usually like wounded from the sparring. Like a wounded beast. Yeah. Uh, but last night, um, so there's a move in Muay Thai where when the guy tries to kick you, you 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 catch his his kick with your arm as he tries to body kick you, and then um, you trip him with your other leg by like whipping your leg on his one standing leg, uh -huh. right? So I did that move, but I did it like uh, not the proper way. So you're supposed to kick with your shin. Uh -huh. I ended up kicking my foot on his heel that was planted on the ground which m made my foot feel like it exploded when, when I kicked it. And uh, so that's not like, that's not a check. He didn't check it. No, no, it no, no, just you, no, uh, no. I, like, so, so I, I caught one of his legs with, with my left arm and then I went to trip him with uh, my other um, mm -hmm. leg to kick him down. And my foot just hit the, the most hardest part of his, of his heel. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh my god! And he was planted on the ground, so he had all his weight on in that leg. Anyways, oh, damn. I just fucked up. So and today you were like too too wounded to. to yeah, like yeah, I was wounded last night. Put ice on it and everything, and then this morning too, I was just like I was all fucked up, and um, yeah, and then I'm like, yo, let's do this podcast. Yeah, man. So like uh, last 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 episode, we were kind of fucked up. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I feel um, before we keep going. You, last time there was the the sound wave going across the screen. This time there isn't. So it's oh, okay, it's just really not zoomed small. in. No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I see, I see, I see. Yeah, okay. Let's just make sure everything's all good. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Cool. So yeah, last time was fun. Yeah. I feel we got uh, a little carried away with uh, the nonsense, but I yeah. feel like I don't know. I don't see how this episode is going to be any different, man. Yeah, I don't either. I uh, we told each other we'd uh, prepare some themes and shit, and I've been talking to my friends like, yo, I'm starting a podcast and stuff, and they're like, oh yeah, what does it talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I got the same question yesterday. <laughs> I was like, oh well, that's a, you see, it's kind of like a divergent answers it just depends i guess we don't really talk about i said much. it's about everything and nothing that's what i yeah, said yeah exactly exactly <laughs> i mean if we were comedians i feel like this would go way more uh, we'd be like oh yeah you guys are comedians just talk your shit it's gonna be funny but i hopefully yeah. uh, hopefully we could pull through this time uh, well what i was thinking is that i think our biggest challenge for this podcast is going to be how to market it um i'm under the impression i don't know if just because uh, i'm projecting my own experience here I, I'd be surprised if anybody listens to this shit. Like seriously, yeah. I was just, I was thinking about it. I was like, how can we get it outside of our first circle of friends? The thing is, our first circle of friends are people that hang out with us, so they're not going to listen. Yeah, them. they they spend already time with us. They yeah, know exactly, exactly how we speak. They know our perspective and and, and opinions. I they're think not, it's all about the viral clips, dude. Okay, like making small clips that that pop off. Yeah, making it viral, dude. Okay, so hello. Um, oh, we have a guest. Our first Hi. guest. Our first guest on our podcast, and <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Dali Breezy. Hey. She's a well well renowned it, uh, specialist. The dog grew since I found uh, this dog the last. In a cage oh. <laughs> Hi Babash. 
I saw your uh, your what was it? Your meme or your Instagram story or what Whoa. it was? Oh yeah, the story with yeah. the fucking dog. I had was seen the toilet paper one. Yeah, yeah. I had... Like no, because he showed me the original, and I'm yeah. like no, and then he showed, and I'm like no, <laughs> <laughs> but he's just like adorable. <laughs> I, I saw the original one, and the guy he he like um, he has this effect that he puts on his yeah, face that makes yeah. his chin look like yeah, super huge. <laughs> I was looking for the same effect, but I couldn't find it. Oh, you couldn't find it. That's why. <laughs> Do you mind hanging out with her, or? No, I don't mind. She's not just put her in, put her back in her cage, just like uh, give her a treat through the door and. You know, I love the lights, y'all. Yes, yeah. we try, we try. Dahlia, ladies and gentlemen, Adele's sister. So that's my twin sister, Dahlia. Yeah. With who I uh, bought a house and had some kids. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> they did buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as shit. What, what a bunch of other people know is Clemence in it too, or I don't Clema? know. Clemence, Clemence, my bad. Clemence, if you what, if you bought the house, if you bought the house with you, just yeah, yeah, but whatever. We just say me and Dalia bought it, like power, power, power twin couple, you know, <laughs> power twin couple shit. <laughs> so that was uh, that was my sister and Benny, who yeah. is our first child. Yeah, and um, yeah, last time, last time we heard about. Uh, we talked about the whole Mason situation, which was uh, hilarious. Yeah. Oh, remember Christopher Guani? Guani. Uh, Chris, 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 the guy who drank piss out of a, a <laughs> snow cone. Uh, was that? Wait, did the, Chris that? Uh, Yan's friend. Yeah, uh, Yan's yeah. friend, yeah. Yeah, you, get, you pissed in a snow cone and you fed I it. I did? Yeah. No way, that's awful. I don't remember. I have no memory of it. Yeah, we used to like kind of bully him, but he's like such a great guy. I wonder why we did that. Uh, I don't. Chris, if you're listening to this, He's not. Me. <laughs> do not remember doing that but i i this i i did so many fucked up things as a, as a kid because i was just a troublemaker that like people like remind me of stuff that i did and i'm like what did i really do that i had a or maybe i have selective memory i don't know yeah yeah we all kind of have selective memory but i had a uh, i have a friend who uh, we, uh with who i went to high school with and we had our high school reunion like a couple of years ago like three years ago and um I, we went to this bar and he was uh, talking to a girl that he used to bully and uh, he just like saw her and she was like, she's like a, a game designer at Ubisoft now and she's like killing it. And uh, my friend was just like, started crying in her arms. Like, I'm so sorry, you know? No way. And uh, she was like, you know what, bro? Like you're, you're a great genuine guy and uh, you, you know, you were all young and I can't imagine what kind of shit you were going through. Because what you need to understand is if people bully, like they're going through some shit as well, you know, like, for sure. Yeah. Like in high school for me, it was like, once I got bullied, for some reason, my child mind, like belief was that you have to like bully or get bullied, like kind of mentality. Yeah. Like I got into this prisoner mindset where I'm like, oh well, shit. Well, it's, it's kind of like the first uh, line of defense, you know? Like yeah. when you get bullied, you're like, and when people don't, don't you know, uh, don't know any better, they kind of just like become bullies because it's the easiest way to defend yourself, I feel. Yeah. Just like emotionally and physically kind of. Because I got bullied and I bullied too. I did both. Yeah, well, me too. I, I, me too, was, man. It really? Two, it was a two-way street. It wasn't yeah, just yeah, a yeah. one-way street. It was, uh, it, it was, I got bullied a lot. And when I was in high school, like, I mean, in even elementary school, to, like when we were in school together, 
I was, uh, I like when I got bullied, I used to just flip out like young boy crazy, you know, oh, cry yeah, and yeah. fight at the same time. Oh, you know? Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it would come from deep within. Yeah. Like the, oh, yeah, yeah. It was oh, so yeah, emotional. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, no control of your emotions. Oh, yeah. We had zero control of our no emotions. No control. I didn't have it, uh, like any control of my emotions until like five minutes ago. Like it felt like in, in the span of my lifetime, it like feels like only like two years where I'm like, I think I'm self-aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it hasn't been that long. <laughs> like it really hasn't. I want to come back to um, who's Chris. listening to this podcast. Oh, and uh, who's listening to this yeah. podcast also. Uh, the reason why I mentioned Chris was because uh, last time I spoke about my one night in jail experience. He was there? No, he's a lawyer though. He, he oh. studied He studied law. And then I'm like, listen, I went to the cop station and I'm like, it was at night and it was a, it was a cold winter night in Montreal in uh, December. And then I went to the police station. Remember last time I said that I was always afraid to go because I'm afraid they're going to be like, hey, it's him. Oh, so you went like recently? I went recently. Like, oh, like a few days ago. To get the fucking... To uh, get the picture, bro. This is insane. Shot. This is he's, this is why this guy's a genius. He's, <laughs> he's just marketing, marketing, marketing. Bing, bang, bang. It's all about marketing. So I go and I'm like... Bzz, I do the buzzer thing. And they're like, we... Oui? And it was French, and French is not my my strength. And I'm like this brown boy. I already feel vulnerable. Yeah. I'm at this French uh, police like, station. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I just want to know if I'm gonna. Like, what are you saying, bro? I'm, I'm in the little lobby area. No, before you even enter the lobby area, there's like a space of like where there's two doors and there's that space there. I don't know what thing you call that, but like I was there. Like a waiting room. It wasn't even inside. Oh, it's like the entrance. The entrance. Yeah, 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 yeah. The entrance, and I buzzed the thing. And it's like, we... And I was just like... I poop myself. I poop. <laughs> can, can you come help? <laughs> no, but um, essentially, I, I stuttered. So I'm like... Do you want to see a photo? No, but I was just like... Stalling, I'm like, how do I, how do I say this? Uh, uh, en 2008, And then she's like, she's like, I'm like, est-ce que je peux la voir? She's like, no. <laughs> She said no. Yeah, she's like, no. I'm like, I didn't even say okay. I'm just like, okay. They see, probably see me in the camera and shit. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right. I just walked out of the police station. I'm like, fuck, man. I want my mugshot. And That's then, crazy. They can't give it to you. No, the, but apparently they can't. But I think they just wanted me to fuck off because then I talked to my boy, Chris. He's like, according to Article 4.56 of the Constitution of the Canadian Rights... You as a brown individual yeah, man with, with indiv- one individual <laughs> frau, you are a loud brother. No, but anyways, uh, he's like, uh, you have to go to the court system, or he gave me this link that I have to go through that I haven't done so already. But um, essentially, so what do you have to do in this link? You have to, I don't know, you have to go in the, in the link and be like, uh, pardon me, Queen of Canada. I don't know. You have to do some application mm. uh, fill out. And then uh, if he said, if that doesn't work, you could go to Palais de Congrès at the certain room. He like knows the room. He's like, go to room 2.41. 
And I'm like, all right. Oh, shit. So you still speak to Chris, but we're friends on Instagram. Oh, and that means everything, bro. I'm friends with fucking Justin Timberlake on Instagram. <laughs> no, but um, we always like somewhat uh, kept in touch, I guess. But like not like hang out, but like... So did he charge you for the advice? Uh, no, he was kind <laughs> enough to even give me his phone number. He's like, yo, listen, man, you got any problems, you call me, okay? And then you're like, yo, I have some ice cream. <laughs> it smells like urine. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so that's what I did in order to try to market this podcast. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> coming back to like who's going to listen to this, I feel... Um, I feel uh, with the right uh, with the right mindset and uh, religious beliefs, nothing is impossible. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, you don't know, but you're right about the clips thing. We're definitely gonna. I'm definitely gonna have to work on that. But we we need a production line, which I don't know. If we should we should discuss on the podcast? But um, we kind of figured some shit out we last ha- week. We, yeah, we did figure some shit out. Um, I, I'm gonna do some edits on the podcasting. I think I'm gonna dedicate a day, like a Sunday. Where I just like cut cut shit, cut promos. But ideally, you would cut the best moments of the podcast. of the promos exactly because like then, yeah, yeah, I could I could just easily trim. Yeah, so you just trim them. So yeah, so yeah. I think after the podcast, what I'm gonna do is that we're gonna sync it together. I'm gonna be like, yo, you good? You got the sync. What are you What are you saying after this? Uh, I'm probably gonna go home and watch the UFC. We could watch it together if you want. Yeah, and I was thinking about this too. Um, I was like, um, we uh, we could totally do the podcast at my place too sometimes. Yeah, for sure. You know. Yeah, because uh, I could do the whole light thing at my place and make it like super colorful. Yeah, yeah, we could definitely try that out. Then, I don't think like it uh, needs to be here. You know what I'm saying? It could be anywhere, really. Um, man, we could have done a fight companion since we have like no topic today. A fight companion, like a yeah. live stream? No, but like we watched the UFC and like yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, maybe down well, the we line, could, we could do that later if you want. Yeah, down the line, maybe we'll do like a live stream. But are you down to watch UFC together? Yeah, but I'm down to watch at my place. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Okay, so that's that. Uh, what have you learned since the last time uh, <coughs> we, we left each other on this podcast? Um, like, like in, in life? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I realized uh, that uh, I'm a fucking uh, insane person. What made uh, you think that? Um, just like the way that I am. You know, with people and, like, the way I approach life, I realized, like, damn, slow your horses, buddy. Okay, did you? I just came back from a writing camp with my band. So it was, like, uh, just, like, uh, creative uh, sessions and shit, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, bro, it's a lot of work and I'm just, like, getting fucked, you know what I'm saying? It's the help. What do you mean getting fucked? Like, taking drugs. Oh, you got you got fucked up in order to be more creative. Yeah, exactly. Oh. But uh, it works. I mean, it works. But um, I know not toll. everybody does that. It does, and it not does, everybody talks about it like publicly. You know what I'm saying? The, does it take a toll out of you? Uh, not when I do it responsibly. Like I'm like pr- old enough now to know how to do my drugs. So okay, uh, like yeah. I. But it does take a toll on me, like, you know, maybe the night of when I'm trying to go to bed or some shit. Yeah, or, I hate like, that feeling. You know, I hate that feeling. I fucking hate that. I come, I'm re- sometimes I'm ready to fucking kill myself. Yeah, bro. it's bad. It's, it's bad. so bad. When you're trying to sleep and you're on drugs, bro. Oh, my God. You're like, man. fuck this. Yeah, I'm like, what have I become? Whenever I go to my dark places, it's yeah. always because of some sort of lack of sleep somewhere. 
like I can't fall asleep or on my worst days is when I didn't sleep the night before. I was just like tossing and turning until mm-hmm. like 4 or 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then it's like 8 or 9 and I have to wake up and I'm all groggy and all fucked up. Mm-hmm. And then like the girl that you're texting with, you text yeah. you say some stupid shit oh, and then no. that goes bad and then like you, you, you fucking, I don't know. And, you, those, and those moments, they're going to stay with you forever. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna stay with you forever. Yeah. So like, sleep is like the foundation. Yeah, bro, but for real, man, like um, of everything. There's a uh, this thing that I that I learned recently, like how I'm not sure which cycle of your sleep does this, but it uh, I think it's like your REM sleep, but it helps you to uh, make peace with emotions that you uh, had yeah. that day. No way. So, like, let's say you have, like, a crazy day where you felt this way, that way, or this way, you know? You, this is one of the functions of, of dreaming, apparently. It's, like, making peace. So, you wake up and, like, your, your, like your brain makes sense of the emotion. So, you don't wake up. Necess- I'm not sure if this is what it means. But, like, I'm not sure, like, oh, you had a certain dream. You won't wake up with a grudge. But, like, it helps you kind of put, make sense in your, of, yeah. of all these things. It, it, it makes sense. It makes so, sense. You're kind of, like, uh Oh, fuck, I can't dealing with way. shit yeah you're bro you know what's fucking nuts bro i had a dream like two days ago when i was in uh at the cottage but basically what we do with the band is that we rent a cottage and we bring the whole studio and then we like bring all the instruments so like our friend rents us his cottage you know our, our boy fn shout out to fn uh and uh good prize and we just like turned the whole place into a studio you know so it's it's kind of wild like and uh I try smoking a little less weed, you know, so I'm like kind of, kind of a little bit more on edge, you know, like more like power through some, you know, have more energy and shit. And so I dream more. Oh my God, dude, I have the wildest dreams, oh, yeah. man. It's crazy. Like, it's crazy. Like I had this one nightmare where like I was with my band and uh, we were in India and we were running away from the police. And uh, you know, like those nightmares where this happens to me a lot, and I don't know why. Because when I always thought I never had recurring dreams, but I like right now I'm kind of realizing this talking to you right now, bro. There's always a theme, and it's always like when I remember my when I stop smoking weed a little bit and I remember my dreams, I fucking dream of getting chased by the police. Oh yeah. (laughs) And this, like the first time this happened, was when I was like uh, living in a grow house. So like by the end of it, I started getting a little bit. Like paranoiac, yeah, and uh, I'd I'd have these nightmares, and uh, it was always me getting caught by the police and like waking up and really thinking for like a good solid like three to five seconds that like I'm fucked, yeah, like you know like my parents are gonna kill me, and then the moment that you realize like, alhamdulillah, <laughs> this is just a dream. dream, yeah. But the same shit happened to me this weekend. I mean this week. Holy shit, my guy! Like I wake up in this fucking nice bed you know in a cottage and i think i'm in jail straight up and then the moment that i realized like i remember thinking to myself like oh thank god i haven't made these decisions you know thank god i'm just a fucking musician making music and doing drugs you know (laughs) instead of this crazy story where i'm like running from the cops because of this or that in (sighs) india you know fucking crazy shit ah wild wild yeah wild it's probably something that like happened when you were a child and that that fear like kind of haunts you in a way i remember having these these uh, dreams when i was a kid of like high anxiety of like getting ch- uh, run like running away from somebody or chased by something yeah because you know? i think that happened to us no i i remember getting chased by security yeah and, like and i think like 
since of, like maybe the age of 14, 15, maybe even younger, like 12, 13, the whole uh, police and legal shit got started getting a little bit, you know, like living yeah. in society, you know, yeah. under pressure by police and wanting to be a troublemaker. Yeah. That kind of turns you into a fucking, uh, like you, you start having nightmares of running after from the police and shit. It's fucking crazy. What was I going to say? I was going to say something fucking interesting. Um, um, drugs, cottage, nah. waking up, nightmares, uh, running away. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Shut up. Um, my last Molly trip wasn't a good Molly trip either. Like I couldn't sleep also. <clears throat> and I think I took too much that like I couldn't socialize anymore. Like, have you ever taken so much Molly you can't speak? I have taken like too much Molly that I can't speak or even taken like too much like coke or yeah like coke like sometimes i think yeah. when you take too much i'm just like i'm like haha that was a funny joke <laughs> yeah you, it's like no more emotion, no more like, like life bro no more life i'm just like ah, ah, let's do a line <laughs> good joke let's do a line yeah no yeah i know what you mean no you actual be- fun in life yeah that my last trip turned me off from hard drugs. I haven't done it since. Like Molly? Yeah. I think I had like three Mollies in a day. Well, that's fucked. But they, they, they were kind of spread out. But the, the last one, like, really, like, just like. But the girls we were with, they were whack. They were like on mushrooms. So they were like giggling to themselves. Yeah, yeah. When, it was um, super awkward. It was just like. You when. Know, um, do you know how much mushrooms they took? I don't know. Somebody just knocked at the garage door. No, I think it's just somebody. Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay. No. Imagine they just open up. Nobody's allowed in here. Okay, cool. Except my wife of a sister. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, are we still doing Patreon for a full full episode? Should we talk about this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was thinking like, because um, we talk about some fucked up shit. Like, there's some shit that like. You know, um, uh, you know the, the the pilot. Let's keep it a pilot. You know what I'm saying? There's some shit that I'm just like. No, but unless somebody wants to give me like a hundred bucks for the episode, and like <laughs> and, and, no, but that's why we should put that one on the Patreon. And yo, just you know, like this is the the pilot, so you know that the people do? that really fuck with us, they see the first episode. You know what we should? You know do? what I mean? I don't know what you mean because I want to talk. Okay, <laughs> I'm okay, go go go. <laughs> Listen. I think we should make our Patreon. I think we should make our our podcast an NFT, bro. It could grow into an NFT in like twenty years. <laughs> twenty years once we've accomplished something, yeah, yeah, yeah. be like, yo, can we? Can I see your first ever podcast? Yeah, be like, it's an NFT now. You want it for a hundred k? Be like, yeah, sure. That sounds like a good plan. Twenty forty two. Twenty forty two. We're like uh, on the verge of dying. That's the only time. <laughs> no, we'll be 52, which is not bad. We'll have at least 20,000 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what makes an NFT valuable? Let's say. You know, an, an, an NFT, uh, is, it, it goes against like, the, the art, the way that we uh, see art. Basically, like, uh, uh, let's say a piece of... Uh, of Picasso or like other big artists like Van Gogh and stuff, they, uh, like their art was respected by valuable people, you know, was owned by rich people. So like those people, when they own it, it becomes like 
worth something, you know? So, like, the art piece, uh, maybe the Picasso and the Van Gogh, maybe they weren't great examples, but a lot of, like, uh, that type of art, like the classical art, let's say, is it's valued by how many, uh, who owned it, you know? Whereas an NFT, it really is just the... Uh, quality of like the art yeah. you know which there's a current there's a artistic movement for that which is, I think was like a like 50 years ago or some shit like that but uh, NFTs are like um, like art pieces that have so much impact on culture that some people are willing to pay a crazy price for it or not a crazy price for it even though like they know that everybody could access it right it's not a singular art piece like a van gogh or a picasso unless it's a print but it's it's the idea that you own the token of like uh the original the, digital piece yeah not the original digital piece but the, you are the owner of the piece it's a non-fungible yeah. token it's like even though a whole bunch of people could use it for free like let's say you like, want to pay you are the owner of it because yeah. you have like a singular digital code like a what do you call those a um a uh uh like bitcoins do the same thing the, yeah, the, the, the okay, fucking, yeah yeah um, what you're talking about the the, the, the code like the, anyways the coding yeah the code that um basically makes every bitcoin unique as yeah. well you know well they do that same shit for for for, for art for art you know so yeah. like you are the singular owner of this thing even though everybody could access it but like in this machine digital world you are the owner and you could sell it or you could sell pieces of it there's this one guy who had like this huge piece where like he made like a thousand pieces i think like art pieces he's like a digital artist he uh be- i think it's beeple is it the guy that sold for like 69 million? Yeah, the, the that's Beeple, his name, I think. Yeah, the guy but, you're talking but about? he's the guy, he's like, I'm going to make a digital art piece every day for, for exactly. I don't know how many days. And he hasn't stopped since. And But he sold it, yeah. And but his first 5,000 pieces were sold yeah. for 69 million or something. Or 5,000, or I think it was 1,000, but I think it was one piece a day that he was doing. So I think yeah. it was 1,000 because 5,000 was a little much. Is it? I think it's like, yeah, yeah or, maybe, or maybe you're right, I don't know. But don't know. so basically like he sold his piece and it's all of his pieces yeah. you know and then the person who bought it could sell each piece as a non-fungible token as well that's crazy you know so like yeah but you know what we don't talk about is all the people that lose money on nfts you know yeah, there's great people, examples like of people that lose like a, a in, great great in everything you know what i realized <clears throat> is that there's early adapters and then there's people like retailers like people like you and i and probably the people watching this that get burnt. It happened with the stock market where like the stock market was blowing up right after the pan- the, 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 the crash of the, the, the Rony Rona. And then like I hopped on, I was super excited, like threw all my fucking savings in, in there. Now oh. I'm fucking down. And so you threw your savings in uh, bits? In, uh, in, no, no, in the, in, in the stock, stock market. market. But uh, I, was, I was like late to the wave. So I put all my money in and went up for like a few months. I'm like, I'm going to be rich. And then it like all of my stocks crash. Damn. They're still down right now. How much? So I'm down like 40, 50%. Oof. Yeah, it's bad. But I'm keeping my money in there. Um, I just gave uh, 20K to, my, to uh, like a family friend who uh, like manages my wallet. And oh, I've yeah. been losing money for like three weeks. Yesterday, he sent me a text like, hey, yo, uh, we, we up, baby. We up. We up, baby. Okay, yeah, he said that. He, yeah. he manages your portfolio? Yeah, yeah, but it's kind of like, shh, you know? 
Okay. Okay. Let's not talk about that too much. Um, yeah. So, so I feel like there's early adapters. They, they, they get on early and then uh, they, they make money. And then they sell courses to everybody else to be like, hey, look, I made money doing this. Sign up to my class for only $1,000 a day. I'll teach you how to fucking become a millionaire. Basically. And then uh, the rest of us are like, ooh, ooh, ooh I want to become a millionaire. And we all sign up to his class and we help him get rich. And then we all struggle yeah. trying to make it. But that happens everywhere. Like I, I, I experienced this with stock market, with cryptos, with drop shipping. I'm attempting drop shipping right now. What's drop shipping? Uh, so uh, dropshipping is when uh, you do um, e-commerce. Uh, so you sell stuff online. However, you don't hold the inventory of the item that you're actually selling online. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So essentially it goes from China straight to the client, but you're the middleman. So you create a website and you create a nice ad and you, you, you use either Facebook ads or I'm using TikTok ads. So I pay for an ad. Like that projector that I brought today. Okay, because I saw you. Are you sponsored by them or what? No, no. So exactly. So I told myself uh, for my drop shipping, I'm gonna try to push this projector. At, so this, this projector. is your first drop shipping product. Yeah, it's my second one. But um, the first one was a flop. The yeah? first one was a flop. Exactly. Oh shit! So do you lose any money when it's flop? Yeah, you do. So I'm in the process of burning cash to trying to figure out a winning product. So I create these little ads and then I put them on TikTok and I pay for those ads on a daily basis and then uh, I see if people bite and if people bite uh, you get sales and then you make a certain uh, a certain margin off of that sale um, a lot of people on YouTube and on TikTok are like I made $37,000 this month and I kept getting bombarded by these videos of like kids who are like 18 years old and they're like I made $22,000 this month this is how I did it and then I'm just like but they're all lying Maybe they're all lying. Maybe. Um, and then, but, but what I realized is that that's the gross amount. Like I, I sold two items since I started like this week pretty much. But I burnt like uh, oh, almost like 700 bucks. On ads? On ads, the website, sh like, sh like buying the, a bunch so of So the website plugins. is the website that you put up to sell the stuff. Yeah. So when people see the ad, they click on my website and then they can buy it there. And you're supposed to make like maybe 20, 25 bucks each time you sell it. But uh, I only sold two items. So anyways, all this to say that like I'm kind of like late. Maybe you could argue that I'm late to the wave of dropshipping because if you were there like earlier on, because I had heard of dropshipping in like 2018, 2017, but I never, I never made a move towards it. I but so basically like let's say you draw like uh, what, what would have been better if you would have started in 2017? Um... Actually, less no, people, you, less uh, people selling this because right now you sell a product, but a whole bunch of people are selling the same product. Yeah. So, so, so this projected thing had already blown up. But the, the advice that I heard online for beginners is like, use a product that you already know has sold and has a proven concept of selling. So on TikTok, this is like super flashy. All the girls want it, and all you know. And you can make really cool ads with it. Yeah, you, you can make. It's easy to make ads with, especially it, right? you have, yeah. as a video content creator. So I'm like, this is a perfect. A product for me let me try let me shoot my shot trying to sell this projector so I did a few ads whatever I put them on TikTok and uh, yeah so essentially my cash burn was more than my profits as of now but with that said they say that a lot of times when you're a beginner your cash burn is going to be way more than your profits until you figure out um, 
how to target ads properly and uh, figure out a winning product. So I'm thinking I might switch products. I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of... Can't you run many products at the same time? Yeah, you could, but the each, like, a lot but of people you could, do this. Yeah. Because you could sell multiple products uh, on your same website. You could, but apparently the conversion rate of, like, having a shop with, like, a bunch of junk on it doesn't convert well. Because people who land on that website, they're like, yo, what the fuck, this guy's a winners? Like, what, what is he trying to do? Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm, fucking, mm -hmm. I'm trying to fucking rob a t-shirt here and get, get away with it. Don't you, don't you think there's more money to be made if you uh, scout out products that nobody has caught on to yet? Yes, there is. But the amount of research and uh, dedication and commitment and, and uh, brains that involves scouting that is very possible actually now that I think about it but I feel uh, like that's the only way to go yeah man. it's the only way to go to be honest it well we're is. making progress Sam. we're making progress so we're gonna make adjustments and I think next week I might try a new product I might just ditch this product because my cash burn is crazy and um, and what's crazy is that I'm at a stage in my life where my entrepreneurial career is at stake yeah, yeah and I'm like you're burning cash yeah, I'm just burning cash on a daily basis I don't know if you guys you guys notice but I feel like just to be alive today is costing me like a hundred dollars a day like it's just like I have so many like uh, online subscriptions for my video editing music uh, like things and like even now I'm doing the, the whole uh, drop shipping thing I have like all these plugins and these apps that are like a reoccurring membership yeah, yeah. and then I have like obviously Rand Hydro uh, Bell uh, like, like eating, bro. I feel like I go grocery shopping every five days, bro. It's like, it's like, I don't know. The cost of living feels inflated, which we are actually going through inflation. I think it's like at 7%. It's like, it's not just in your head that you feel like life is more expensive. It yeah, yeah. actually is more yeah, expensive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like, I, I went to the grocery store like recently and bro, a, a fucking head of broccoli, $5, bro. That's ridiculous, you know? It used to be how much? I don't know, bro, like 250 for like, or like yeah. two, two for five. So yeah. like sometimes the prices are ridiculous. I'm like, I, I'm in the, 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 uh, uh, vegetable aisle and like, I'm like, okay, so you want me to buy fucking craft dinner? Like the, 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 <laughs> like the yeah. processed food is so cheap compared yeah. to the fucking vegetables, it bro. Really is. Vegetables are so expensive. Like, I feel like sometimes I, like I'm like I'm not am I in a food desert right now? Uh to be alive in this day and age is ex extremely expensive I find. It's crazy. There was a time when you could make like if you told people like 5 years ago that you made 5 grand a month they'd be like, "Oh, wow. 5 grand a month? Like you're doing really good for yourself." Today you could do that and be broke. Yeah. You could well, be fucking broke. I feel like the, the most important part is like not the money you make, but the money you spend, you know? Yeah. I, I, I would say I'm above average when it comes to consuming. I think I consume more than the average person. And what do you consume? Um, it's just my filmmaking career and my entrepreneurial like journey has been expensive. It's just like everything about creating content costs money. It's like a cable is like $58. A hard drive is like $300. A memory card is like uh, $58. Like everything is just always a cash burn. Like my camera, the camera that I'm recording with, the Black Magic, like the whole setup costs me like close to like five grand, you know, or maybe more. Mm -hmm. um, it's just like, like every time I made money, I had to reinvest into my business. But the thing is like, for example, with the Black Magic, you 
buy it, you keep it. Yeah, which is great. Which, which is, but the thing with the monthly subscription shit, because me as a, as a producer, a music producer, I, I kind of have the same shit yeah. like every month reoccurring, like yeah, uh, reoccurring. things like, you know, Splice yeah, is, like a, is like a sound bank, you know? So that's like whatever a month and then i have my my, my online quick mastering thing that's another thing per month yeah. i have my fucking anyways spotify everything yeah bro. everything is like i was thinking about this i was like yo all is, all is left is like for your family and friends to be like yo uh I have, i'm gonna start charging for being your friend like 20 dollars yes, <laughs> like there's nothing else that's left like that and like breeding all you follow your breed? friend for 20 a month <laughs> yeah. yo uh, subscribe to our patreon Guys, if you guys want exclusive content, exclusive we content. are thinking that we're, we might not post the first episode, the pilot, because it's just too detrimental to our like livelihood and shit. <laughs> but um, it I will think be we, available on Patreon. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And if you guys want to watch this train wreck happen in real time. And um, we're going to add a bunch of value to the Patreon. So I was thinking a Discord channel where people yeah. can have access to us. Yeah. We're in a group chat and we, we have a conversation with our Patreons. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll we'll even add in a free call to the show for uh, a lucky Patreon that wins uh, on a weekly basis or a monthly basis. Yeah, weekly basis. Okay, weekly basis. Yeah, with so, like five grand. Yeah. <laughs> so life costs me so much money. The contests. <laughs> and uh, and then eventually, hopefully, with my dropshipping uh, dropshipping skills, I learn how to create merch. And like we could have our own merch. Yeah, yeah, but with merch, that Chinese plug. Yeah, with that Chinese plug. But merch only works when you have like a serious amount of followers. Yeah. Well, you know, like Logan Paul could sell merch and sell. We can't. Well, I mean, Logan Paul is a whole different level. Yeah, like, uh, he's gonna. He's a he's gonna yeah, 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 yeah. But like, you you don't need to be level uh, uh, Logan Paul to fucking. Uh, uh, make a living you know what I'm saying yeah we don't there's like this funny stat when I started making music it's like you know you only need 20 fans per city to make a living out of music I'm like I was like it was it was comforting at first that stat but then I realized it's like uh, just not real you know you always have to go look for more more fans on, on YouTube they say you need 10,000 true followers on YouTube yeah 10,000 true followers in Yeah, like subscribers. Living. Yeah, 10,000 true people who will buy your shit. So 10,000 people that buy $10 worth of stuff that you're selling. Yeah. 100 grand. 50 each. Fucking run away. <laughs> 50 each? Well, I put all that shit in crypto. <laughs> crypto, here I come. Crypto, I'm down to. Speaking of things that I'm What are you with, buying? I brought, I got Cardano, Bitcoin. I, I, I bought Shibu after it blew up. Like Shiba. The, Shiba, whatever the fuck. Yo, bro, you should cop Ethereum. Yeah, I think I'm gonna cop that next. Ethereum. I, uh, I mean, uh, I'm. I've been uh, like uh, these days. Everybody, everything's been down, but um, the Ethereum. So the Ethereum has been down, but uh, so I'm down. still up. Yeah. Know? But um, yeah, I don't know where all this shit's going. I'm I don't know st- either. Yeah, I, I have like I have I, like, I'm thinking of just selling everything, but people tell me like hodl. You know hodl. What that means? No. Hold on for day or life. I don't know. It means like you buy a stock or whatever and you and just hold on for Hold on for dear life. I, I told myself before I bought stocks and cryptos, I'm like, I'm going to be the person that has the emotional and psychological fortitude to hold on forever. It's funny you say that because I started a podcast with you and I'm like, I have the month of art to, to keep going after more than two episodes. <laughs> after more than one. <laughs> you almost canceled today. You're like, fuck this shit. Yo, today I was like... Two seconds away, like yo, Sam, just cancel. Oh yeah, you were you were about. No, to- I was about to make a bad joke. Oh, like yeah. yo, yo, cancel. My dad's dead. 
Oh fuck! Okay, that would have. That's why I didn't do the joke. Okay, yeah, you did. It's because it was a okay. bad joke. Yeah, yeah, it was a bad joke. Yeah. But um, all this to say that me too. Today I was wounded before we came to the podcast, but I'm like power through, power through, just power through. Mm-hmm. Because when you're actually in it, it's not so bad, right? Is it? It's bad. No, it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun, right? It's fun. I feel we had a good little moment at the beginning. It was funny. Clip that. Clip it. <laughs> and then um, yeah. So this is the Lafa chose, man. Homies yeah. around me so cold that my also turn froze. Oh. Oh. I I think our first episode is is for me. I don't know. Maybe it was just funny for us. Maybe I, it's not funny to the outside perspective. I think it's I think it's pretty funny. I think we had I think uh, it was like the the romantic uh, honeymoon phase uh, type of yeah. thing. We're already like the energy level is way below. It's that. way lower. <laughs> right it's now. way it's below way lower. That. But I feel like it's more like a conversation. People are going to be down. You know. Right. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah, I was I, like I told you, I was afraid that we're too like 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 too much like hyenas laughing on the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, that becomes super annoying when yeah, you listen yeah, to yeah. it. And I told you, I didn't want to turn into that. Yeah. So my. So I took three zannies and now I'm fucking <laughs> relaxed. Did you take zannies? No. Okay. Um, Does so, it look like I took zannies? No, but you look extremely calm. I don't know. If, did you just wake up from a nap? No, nah, man. I've been uh, I've been awake since like nine. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, all this to say, uh, I think I'm thinking about uh, bringing baddies to uh, the podcast, and um, I think that's the only way we're gonna get views. I think so too. That I was thinking about it on a marketing level. I'm like. There's no reason why anybody would click on our fucking faces on the thumbnail. Like, listen to our podcast. Let's do a thumbnail right now. That was good. Okay. I feel that's fire. Okay, so that's the thumbnail, let's say. That's at least 100 patrons. I doubt it, bro. Because nobody besides our first circle of friends is going to hear about the podcast. None of our friends are going to subscribe to the Patreon unless they're feeling extremely supportive. Like I can imagine, like Justin being like, "You know what? I'm going to support these guys for seven dollars a month." I can imagine like somebody being like extremely generous and like supporting us. Imagine how pathetic it is if you have like a patron and it's like one patron and it's your mom. At this point, I kind of want all of our family members to, to subscribe to our page. But I actually don't. I, I don't want them to see, especially the first episode. Like, you, we said essentially all the foul shit you're not supposed to say and go public with online. Yeah. Just for the sake of being like, we're not PC. Yeah. But then we're like, I need a job. <laughs> <laughs> then you're like, holy shit, I'm in, I'm in a tough situation right now in my life. I think... Uh, I think uh, this, this whole chasing your dream shit is not going to work out. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I Mom, you, can you hire me? <laughs> Have you grown like mature and old enough to be like, shit, my dreams might not come true? Yeah. I've realized that for myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I might not ever be a successful YouTuber. And that's okay. It's yeah. Okay. I feel like uh, there's like uh, levels to uh success you know so i think part of the the, the, there's a fucked up thing in our society where like we think that success is like justin bieber level you know but it's like what happened to the mom and pop shop you know there's like you know that that level of like community business where you know uh you make money but you're not like uh, trying to super rich yeah yeah like there is that for youtube you know if you know So there is like there's like there's like a more of a smaller economy. Yeah, and small I, shop. Yeah, small shop, small mom and pop shop, and like 
uh, start with that. And if things build up, and then then cool, you know. But also, I think like we we have like this wrong perception of success and fame, where like it's like oh, it needs to happen in the thirty first years of your life, or else you're fucked. You yeah, know, it's like that's not true either. You know, a lot of people blow up later, man. Yeah, man, and like I feel like the people that blow up later, or like the people that I follow, are like forty year old. Uh, uh, 35 to 45 or even more sometimes yeah. and I feel like they just have knowledge they have like life, life experience, experience and like I love that you know yeah so, yeah, so do and I. also that's that's the same shit for like uh, YouTube content or like any type of creator it's like you become better with time you know it's true so it's like the, the idea of like you know for example my girlfriend's a, a singer and she's she's um you know, uh, uh, kind of stressing out, like, all oh, these famous singers are all 19, 21 years old. And I'm like, first of all, it's not true, but that's kind of all you see. And you're kind of always trying to find excuses to explain why you're not doing well or not explain why you're not doing well, or like, why uh, failure is inevitable, you know, kind of like a negative. And it's easy to think that, especially if you're a woman singer, you know, because I feel like... Yeah. As a woman in the music industry, it's always like a little bit more about like how young, sexy, whatever you are, you know? But I was thinking about this. I'm like, yo, there's so many people. What makes me think that I'm special? And I was thinking about it and I was like, the, the, like, the reason why my content hasn't been working is that it has a, a me, uh, like kind of like a me as a centric uh, topic. Whereas the, 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 the type of content that works is the type of content that's like very value giving and it's kind of like you watch it because you know you're going to benefit from watching it. So you mm -hmm. click on it right away. You're like, I know that if I click here, I'm going to laugh or I know that if I click here, I'm going to learn something, uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. you know, or I'm going to gain the insight I need. And I realized that my content wasn't a guaranteed click for a laugh or a guaranteed click for like uh, being informed it was like oh guys I tried this thing and look uh, mm -hmm. me 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 so it's like okay obviously that wasn't working but now I'm really trying to shift my focus to be like value giving mm -hmm. like you know if, if I don't feel like it's value giving I'm just not gonna do it yeah exactly and it, that comes with maturity you know like yeah. knowing like when uh, like what what content works and what content doesn't you know it's It's not all about, it's not just about making the content. It's about consistency. It's all about, it's, and it's also about learning what works, what doesn't. Yeah. And, and, um, yeah, man, I feel like if we could get 50 episodes of this podcast, like we're going to be good, bro. Yeah. You think so? I think we'll be, just be better. Like, at, like the whole like content thing, we'll be able to like have different types of content as well. Like the live stream that you were talking about, that's a great idea. Yeah. The, the, yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. If we're consistent. What did you call that again? Like the sport watch? The, uh, the fight you like my kicks? Yeah, they're dope. I wish I had uh, brought mine. Next time I'm going to bring mine because I can't be out here yeah, with Yeah, you clunky ass boots yeah. and shit. Um, Yeah. So um, you, I think you're much more interesting when you drink six of those. So how about you drink yeah, like at least four I right now? Up. I think you should you should pick it up too because you're. Hey 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 hey! Watch the fuck out! <laughs> how the who the fuck do you think you're talking? Last to? time, I'm so glad that you stopped the podcast. At, like after I had my first sip of wine because I was like I was gonna be sloppy. I was gonna say some like probably some stupid. Thank shit. God you didn't drive back home. Yeah. Wink, wink. Um, what do you think of um, the Omicron thing? I don't think anything of it. Really? Yeah. I so unsubscribed to whole, to almost to news, man. I, yeah, yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm, like, the I, news is the news. I, the news I'm is kind garbage. Of, I'm kind of uh, enjoying being ignorant. 
at, the, at this stage of my life. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, the news, they always spew up the same bullshit, first of all. And like, um, you know what's crazy, bro? I was doing some research yesterday about it. And like, you know, nobody has died from Omicron yet. With the news, nobody. World, nobody has died from Omicron yet. And like, the CEO of Pfizer is already promoting the fourth shot, bro. The fourth booster. The yeah. second, I mean, second booster. I know friends of mine haven't had the third booster, bro. And people are like the, the Omicron, uh, the Omicron guy, the Omicron guy, um, the CEO of Pfizer, I mean, is already saying this and that about the second booster. And I'm like, listen, this shit has been going on for too long. I'm to the point where I've had my two shots. I'll take the booster if you want me to take the booster. And you know what? If this fourth boost, the second booster thing is, is, is a thing, then we'll make it a thing as well. But know this, my friend. After the second booster, I'm not fucking wearing a mask anymore, bro. In the yeah. fucking places. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not doing that shit anymore. Yeah. That's what it is. I know I'm not the only one who's going to be like that. And I'll be following the guys who are going to be taking the heat because I don't want to get canceled and shit. But... um. I uh, I don't know where this is going. So like, you know what I'm saying? At some point, nobody has died from the Omicron. I, you know, people... And my friend told me, all oh, kids need to get vaccinated too. You know, most, most new cases are kids or their parents and shit or whatever. I'm like, vaccinate all the kids. Vaccinate all the motherfucking droopy ass kids. And the old people too, like... The old people, most of them have their shot, you know? Well, people, yeah, most vulnerable people right away, they should have gotten uh, some shots. I heard stories of like older people who didn't get their, sh their, their shots and uh, unfortunately... Uh, I've had friends who like lost their parents and shit. Yeah. Not uh, parents, yeah. but old grandparents and shit. Yeah. So those people, I was like, yo, right away you take the shot. You don't have time to be opinionated when you're like 87. Uh, like just take the shot. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like opinionated at 87. You're just watching CNN yeah. or like whatever, CBC or wherever the fuck you live. Like, yeah, you tell me this is good for me. I, I'm 87. I'll roll the dice yeah. on the belief that this is good for me. You know, like for I, real, I got like 10 years left. Maybe it's uh, it's completely redonk. And yeah, I'm just putting it out there. I feel like a three year COVID thing is good enough for me. You know, yeah. that's you enough. your best. You know what? I'm good now. I'm good now. And like they talk about COVID and shit. I got sick like two weeks ago. I thought I was going to die. Oh, yeah. Was <laughs> Not really, but like oh, okay. I've already gotten sick and like thought I was going to die. Like really. And guess what? Not. And How people die. Them? Like, do you, do you ever find yourself spending so much time at home that your mind goes into a dark place? Honestly, when my mind goes into a dark place, I just think like I can't wait wait to wake up next tomorrow. Oh, it's yeah. like I'm like I can't wait to wake up tomorrow and everything's gonna be better. Okay, you know, there's a there's a French expression that says uh, la la nuit porte conseil. Ah, oh, okay. It means the night uh, brings you advice. And okay. a lot of things like sometimes I'm in bed with my girlfriend and she'll be like, "What do you what do you think of this and that?" Or like some some personal stuff or like something that and i'm like claire like we shouldn't be talking about this at 11 o'clock at night in bed you know it's not good for your sleep wake up next morning and you'll like work through some stuff you know and then and then uh, approach it with like a clear head do you do that every night forever with her yeah <laughs> Just like, Sleep hey, time. babe, let's not talk about it. Let's just, let's just go to bed. Let's I was just wondering if just you could have do sex this. and we'll think about it. Tomorrow. I was wondering if you could do the dishes. Ah, uh, oh, baby, 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 baby. 
What do we say about talking about this kind of stuff at night? It's not good for you. Go to bed. It's not good for your soul. I need you to become a singer, baby. Become a singer. Become a singer I fell in love with, baby. Like Celine Dion, baby. Um, I saw this clip of Celine Dion today, bro. She's so funny, man. She's so fucking funny, bro. This woman is is is. I was uh, talking to a, like uh, I was like with uh, with friends and like uh, non friends, you know, like uh, I guess people that I frenemies, kind of, not frenemies, <laughs> like friends and people that I don't know, I don't know. And I was like, oh, bro, I love Celine Dion. And like one of these people tell me, yeah, it's cool to like Celine now. I'm like, bitch, listen. I cry to Titanic every single night. I'm a true fan of Celine, you know? Don't tell me it's cool to be a fan of Celine now. <sighs> that's I've been the, a day one, okay? Uh, that's the only song I know of her. The, the Titanic, Titanic one? one? Oh, there's so many good ones, bro. Oh, no, the, yeah, there's some that played in, in the radio that I'll recognize, but... She's a fucking hit maker, man. Celine's a hit maker, bro. And her interviews are the most legendary things, bro. Like, and also, bro... This is crazy with Celine, okay? She's like, some people say that she's like a lesbian now. Like, she, that she's been like a kind of, that she has a thing with her makeup or um, uh, makeup or hair artist, artist whatever. or whatever. Yeah. But I think it's her makeup artist. And people are like, okay, cool. But nobody wants to talk about it really because they have respect for her in the media and shit. And like, like, she was going, she was married to her manager who was like, uh, she was dating a very old guy, no? Yeah, from what well, I remember. The, the man who who discovered her. Oh yeah, yeah. Like she was, uh, she, he discovered her, and uh, he was a big part of like the reason why Celine. Obviously, Celine is amazing and everything, but I don't remember his name. But anyways, um, he uh, was so old and he died, and she was fucking married to him until she was like forty or some shit. Yeah, and, like, she was old. She's she was old like now, by huh? his side, you know. Even though she, they probably didn't fuck, you know, because I think she's a lesbian. Honestly, I really think she's a lesbian. But uh, respect to her, man. Like doing things the way uh, old school women do things, you know. Just do it. Have sex with the man you don't love. <laughs> Wait till he <laughs> dies, and then and, date and then a woman. That is traditional. Shout out to Celine, man. I love you. I love you. Shout out to Celine Dion, man. Yeah. I never thought that the first people, the first person rather that we would admire on this podcast would be Celine Dion. If you had told me that, I probably would have never guessed in a million uh, different uh, reincarnations in a different part of the universe. She's, she's, uh, she's she sat me down and you're like, Sam, who you guys are going to give the first shout out to on your podcast? I'd be like, mm, King Kong, mm. <laughs> Mario, <laughs> Mario, um. <laughs> Adele out of nowhere is like, you know what? This is this dedicated this podcast to Celine Dion. Let's just make it straight. <laughs> so shout out to Celine Dion. Um, I enjoy listening to podcasts. I realize that about yeah. myself. I really love podcasts. Um, what podcast do you listen to? I just, I listen to whatever my YouTube algorithm suggests I listen to because they know what's best for me. Let me guess. Is it Fresh and Fit? That did surface on my feed a few times and I did listen to it. Okay. I think these guys are so cringe, bro. I think that once I saw their beef with Abba and Breach. Preach. Abba and Preach, which I didn't know for the longest time they're from Montreal. I wasn't able to fully watch... Uh, Aban preaches uh, videos. I thought that it, the, the format was weird, and when I first clicked on it, it just sensed that they were like making a mockery out of whatever they found online. 
And uh, I don't know, it didn't resonate with me. So I clicked off. So whenever I click on it, I clicked off. Uh, Fresh and Fit podcast, I clicked on it because it was just interesting. And you saw a whole bunch of thotties. I saw a whole bunch of thotties sitting around at a table, somewhat (laughs) well-behaved. Until uh, until the man made his point. He's like, yo, shoddy, listen. You fucking stay in the kitchen. I go make the money. And I'm allowed to have side chicks. And you shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, and if you disagree with me, you get the fuck out. Yo, get, yo, get out. Yo, get, get this no, bitch no, out, no, of get this out of here. Get this thotty out of here. Yeah, I yeah, hate yeah. the way they say. And dude, I, I, they're, yo, bro, their podcasts are so cringe. I can't. Like all these thotties just like, Bimbos, like just there, bro. But why can't a guy like me for me? Did you see the episode with uh, Abba? There, it's so crazy. Okay, okay. what what was the whole beef about, bro? Recently, there's a new beef that happened. Okay, because like there's um, can you can you speak about the initial beef? Because I I kind of saw there's uh there's 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 this thing on YouTube that's been happening. Like um, right now, what day are we? The sixth of December? No, six? No, ninth? No, like twelve? Fuck. I'm like a week late. Yeah. I just came back from a cottage, bro. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I yeah, no missed a week. I took a lot of drugs. But you know how uh, 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 Nawei, Huawei, whatever, the people that do Dragon Ball Z, the, okay. the cartoon company, they've been uh, uh, pulling a whole bunch of videos or like copyright claiming a whole bunch of videos on YouTube of like people like uh, using their clips, right? And um, Fresh and Fit have done the same thing. Uh, like the, uh, 20 copyright claims on ABBA and Preach's uh, videos when they react because they had a beef, you know, they like react to each other's videos and shit. Yeah. So they copyright claimed 20 videos and uh, they were on the their podcast like, yo, uh, if you want to talk about shit about us, and like, cool, cool, but we're just going to get our lawyers to do this. And basically like there's a, there's a free use policy or whatever on YouTube. Um, it's not called free use, but like you're allowed yeah, to use it. That's fair use. Fair and, use, uh, yeah. If you speak over content as a form of either review commentary or like uh, light criticism or whatever without without defaming I think it falls under fair use so basically like 20 copyright claims and um they got a, a you know you 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 could see it on your YouTube yeah. each one of your videos they got yeah. they copyright yeah. and they got a, an, an email from um, YouTube yesterday so the, the 11th of December uh, saying that their copyright claims had no basis and nah, 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 and like they could get canceled for doing uh, bad claims, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. So it's like so uh, fucking. So the beef strange. continues. The beef continues, bro. But um, I I don't like how fit and fit and fresh, fresh and, fresh and <laughs> fit or whatever uh, reacted to it. I just saw a clip of the guy saying, "We're better than you, and we're yeah. we're better than yeah. you." And I thought that was like a w- extremely weird uh, yeah. behavior to have. Yeah. It's like, like so fucking uh, uh, animalistic. Animalistic like, child like and yeah. like uh, something you would only see when you're like 13 and you, you think yeah. it's done yeah we're better than you we're better than you and like um, it was it, it was a bit of a turn off but think, I kind of get what they're, what they're saying it's like oh one of them is fresh 
like uh like uh, he makes the money or whatever and the other one is fit so he's like ripped or whatever or some shit like that and but, it's like but, but they're so ugly i'm like surprised that they're pulling if they're pulling that many girls but then again it, it goes to prove that like if you're just around girls you could be you could look like a fucking donkey yeah but like you'll get late <laughs> but you just have to be around them like you have to have a platform where you're around girls i, I don't think girls are that complicated I really don't. I, 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 every time you find yourself around girls, eventually one of the girls likes you or wants to fuck you. Like, you just have to be around them. I have not been uncomfortable around a girl in a long time. But you know, when you, when you, when you say uncomfortable, you mean nervous because you like her or, or you're no, to just her? like nervous. Like, for obviously, like women, like I'm attracted to, but I don't like, like women, like I don't like, you know, me and you were different because you're single. I'm in a, I'm in, I've been in a relationship. When you like a girl, you immediately think like, oh, I want to see her again. Mm, okay. You know, so when I see a girl that I think is attractive or that I you like, fuck, yeah. I don't give a fuck, literally. Because I literally take the conversation as a friend and all that nonsense, that like backordered bullshit that's in my head disappears. Because I'm just like, let's just have some fun. Unless I'm on too many amphetamines, and then it becomes weird. I'm like, ha ha, ha Yeah, yeah. It's a weird and it's job. crazy because people really feel that, you know. Like I notice that, like I have like a natural energy where like people are comfortable around me. I guess because I, I, I know I've been this way for the longest time, so I know how You're to. You're comfortable be this with way. yourself, so yeah. I think people are but comfortable like, around you. Yeah, or like just like the energy is not. Intense. It's like you know. It's not. But like, like are you talking specifically about girls like gravitating towards you? Because people in general, you're not animalistic about the fact that they're around you. You're not like rawr. Oh yeah, but I mean, like that's two different things. But like, I definitely think coming back to what you were saying, like if you could just have a conversation with a normal human being instead of having this backorder bullshit in your head, you're better off, and it's gonna go more smoothly, you yeah. know. And but at the same time, like I know when I was single, like I would do that same strategy but in the back of my head I was like that woman I want to see again so when that would happen I'd be like don't look at her straight up in the eyes or like you know when you like or like look at her friend and her you know don't mm. make it seem like you're into her right away you know what I'm saying okay no make it seem that you're into yourself and and, and would that work in your favor or wouldn't work in your it favor? would work in my favor this is okay. this is like not the the but I'm just saying like when you're on drugs or when you're on this and that like there's a your energy is it, it shifts it's it changes you know for so the you better or for the worse for the worse for the most part honestly or like uh yeah it depends it depends on the moment it depends on the people i know that if i do a little bit of shrooms and i'm kind of tripping and i'm all like fucking peace and love yeah like energies and conversations and like i could like look at people and through their in their soul you oh, know okay. i feel like that works in my favor but if i'm too drunk slurring my words obviously that might not you know that might not work yeah Okay. So, yeah, I think it's a question of just like, like, first of all, appreciating the moment. Like, first of all, you guys are like, you know, having a conversation with people that's fun. And like this little, uh, uh, je ne sais quoi, you know, this little underlying thing. It's fun. Flirting is fun. And like, keep it that way. And also people, men are like kind of told to be an alpha all the time or like whatever, like, or less and less. I feel these days, like, I feel like get, men are like, sit down. Girls are told to be bad bitches. Like they read mm. self help books and be like, "You should yeah. be a bad bitch. You should definitely make the guy pay for the first date. If not, he doesn't value you." Yeah, exactly. Like uh, there's a bad bitch book. 
There's a bad bitch in in you right now. There's a bad bitch. There's a bad bitch in you waiting to. <laughs> no, but um, I, I think what you were trying to get at with this whole uh, recent uh, rant that you just went on was that um, the idea of being yourself, and it's so like cliche because we always hear it. And when I was doing interviews in the streets, a lot of the girls were saying, "Just be yourself." And I think where it comes from is that guys think that when they like a girl, they have to like uh, put hip, on like hip like hip hypnotizer or like yeah. They call you a self help book. You take out these two coins. You make her look at one coin, and, and while she's looking yeah, at the, the coin, coin, you finger her. her. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it, like it's so not like that. Like, it's like magic. It's black magic. Yeah, it's not like that at all. It's just like you're chilling. Yeah, you're chilling. But there's now. so much uh, to be said about like having uh, spending moments with people. You know, like it's really it's a magical moment and like uh, the unspoken. Like I feel talking sometimes is like not in. It's like you can't get everything across when you talk. You know, like there's so much. Yeah, or like there's so much more to like the unspoken language of love, bro. Or like the unspoken language of like being a human. You know, like. Like a body language, for example, or like... Or energies. Or even pheromones, you know? Like the things that, like your body, the smells that you can't smell, you know? And that's why online dating doesn't, like, mm -hmm. doesn't work that well. Dude, the, the, like, I think 70% of the people that go on, like, uh, uh, dates, their uh, Tinder dates, are, like, uh, disappointed or, like, uh, especially the whole thing with, like, women or men or also men putting pictures that don't look like them you know you think it's That's just fun. men i think it's uh well, men and women men, men and, and women, women. Yeah, yeah because from from my experience it's always like uh a lot of the times the girl looks way different on yeah picture bro, than, it's uh, in, in, in real life and there's girls that i know in real life that are like hot on instagram that in real life they're not they're not yeah yeah they're not yeah. and that's why i have a lot of respect for people that do stories like, let me see you in your fucking everyday thing, you know? Let me see yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but girls have become better at mixing it up. They do, like, no makeup, like, uh, in front of the mirror, kind of, like, tutorial Yeah, talk. and shout out to all, shout out to that, because that's, that's cool as fuck, you know? Like, just uh, putting the standard back to where it should be, you know? Yeah, like, they're doing, like, uh, no makeup. They're doing, like, uh, let me show you my cellulite. Or they're doing, like... Um, let me show you my penis. They they're doing this um this like uh my ass in a pose and my ass not in a pose. Have you oh, seen those? I haven't seen that. They do like show me some in so, the, on the on the on the. We should do clips, bro. No, but this is why I was gonna suggest my living room because I could link up my laptop to my TV and just show you shit. But it's fine. We could do it here. In Tawana, Akhla. We could do it here. Uh, just move it again. Just press. Just do cancel down there. Uh, uh, what's happening to me? One, two, three, four. Ah, uh, one, two, three, four. No, sir, please stop. Come on, Sam, you're able to do this. Come on, Sam, bro. I I hired you for this. I brought I you into the show bro. just for sit. I gave you points before and after butt pictures. So just uh, whatever videos that we see, just like save them so we have them like uh, for the edit. Ah, you know? true, brother. I forgot about this one. Post production so important in our lives. Okay. Um. So for the sake of uh, simplicity, let's just go to Intiawana Akhla and Google. Oh my God, this is uh, this is more traumatic than I initially wanted it to be. Um, 
What is it? What like TikTok videos? No, it's supposed to be like Instagram pictures, um, Insta. So, girls have a trick where the, they pose a certain way where their butt sticks out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they cross their legs. Yeah, and they look back, and it makes the ass like stick out more. Yeah, essentially that is what I wanted to show you. If I don't find it here, I'll add it in post production. Where where I'll yeah, have yeah. more time to um, search. Uh, but yeah, you, you get the whole idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is so much online that is. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, like it's easy to sit down here and like blame girls for like uh, manipulating their di- digital image, but like guys do it too. You know, like we have beards. I mean, like beards. You say we have beards. Yeah, like I feel like it hides a lot of guys' faces. Oh, okay, like yeah, big yeah. ass beards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some guys are butt ugly without their beards. You but like probably- also, like the best example is like when guys are flexing, like after gym or whatever. It's yeah, like, like they just they take a fucking hot shower and they just worked out and they're like or they're flexing. It's like, and honestly, like there's a thing where what, what I do. It's like when I want to have abs. It's like you know, like if you want to have abs, it's like you don't do this. You know, you crunch up like this, and you're gonna yeah. see the abs. You know, if 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 I was the kind of guy that took pictures of my abs, like uh, I would do off. that. Yeah, yeah, you could pull it off if you wanted to. Yeah, um, yeah, we all do it. We all kind of have to do it. But it, it, it's funny because you meet more and more people that have a digital image of the, of themselves, and when you meet them in person, it's like so different. But I'm becoming I'm becoming used to uh, having my perceptions my perception bubble bursts. So now I'm kind of anticipating it before I ever meet someone, whether it's for business or if, if it's a girl that like mm-hmm. you're trying to date, you're like, this is not going to go how you envision it in your head. So be prepared to, to uh, bring down your level of mm-hmm. expectation. So I go in like, whatever. Like, But also I feel like uh, if you're working... Like on a video, and like your client is a woman, whatever. It's like hard to not be like sometimes. Like sometimes, like I respect uh, uh, actors sometimes when they're like, play, like they're acting with a woman that's just so gorgeous, and I'm like, how can you like no, stay professional? You know, like um, or just like be so I've, attracted to somebody. And I think like something like well, this is something that I, that I think is really cool about like theater kids or like people that work in like acting and stuff. It's like the 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 acknowledgement of sexual attraction, you know? It's like where they're going to look at, you know, there's like an exercise where like in like a theater class where you look at somebody in their eyes for like uh, minutes, you know? And the kind of shit that you go through, bro, is wild. You know what I'm saying? I thought of doing improv. Improv is fun. I I thought of doing it. I've never done it. And every time I'm just like, nah, this is like... This is to like people from Plateau who like don't believe in deodorant type of energy. And oh like, shit! Yeah, is that racist? It's kind of racist. It's not racist. It's more like uh, judgmental. Judgmental, yeah. Okay, forgive me, but um, no, don't forgive you. Cancel you. <laughs> um, but bro, I was thinking about I'll this. I was thinking about this um, tonight. There's a UFC. Uh, uh, there's Amanda Nunes fighting against uh, uh, something Pena. Yeah. Pena is gorgeous, okay? And, like, Amanda Nunes is a lesbian. Like, she has a kid with another UFC fighter. Not UFC fighter, but uh, another MMA fighter. <clears throat> and I see her uh, at the face-off today. Yeah. And they're, like, you know, face-to-face. And I'm, like... You thought they were going to kiss? I'm, like, how do you, 
like like you must be attracted to this person and you beat the shit out of her. Um, <laughs> no, but just because you're attracted to that girl, because initially I didn't. Bro, find bro, 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 bro. Like she's pretty, maybe, but she, I don't find her attractive. Maybe not personally. her, but the 27 other fights that she's had. Yeah, there's like probably one girl that she taught. Also, taught. also, this 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 woman like. Um, Pena, I saw her like uh, 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 working out in the gym, and like she's working out with men, and like the me- like the guy like uh, is not his, her husband because her husband is also one of her coaches, but it's another coach, and she's just like doing stretches like this, right, where the guy's head is literally in her, crotch. and he's like stretching it, uh, yeah, and I'm like, how do you not heat that pussy up? How do you um, not put your face in that shit? I, I feel like when we're sitting on the couch and we're watching stuff like this or like even like jujitsu from sitting on the couch perspective and you've never done it, it looks so sexual. And um, I've practiced jujitsu, which is, is a very... We all know this, Sam. We all know you did jujitsu, whatever. Yeah, sorry, go on. Go on. It, it looks very intimate and it looks very uh, discomforting, I, I guess, for a girl to practice jujitsu. Most of the time, 95 to 99% of the class is males. Um, and when there's one woman, everybody's like, oh, let me, let me fuck No, you. guys at jiu-jitsu are, like, I don't know, guys at my jiu-jitsu gym are super chill. And there's, they're, they're not like uh, that creeper type of energy. Um, and I, at first, when you start off, it, there is a um, phase of you find it awkward. I think that because it got the guy's balls in your face and shit. Yeah, like that stage lasts like maybe a month or like three months, like depending on like uh, how comfortable you are with yourself. But um, once you get over that, like it doesn't become that sexual. Only once I was um, there was one time this girl like uh, I got aroused with uh, doing jujitsu with this and girl. Were you and, I, and I've done jujitsu with like th- like like. 30, 30, 40 times with girls, but it was only once where I was like, ooh. And was it one of your first times? Uh, no, it was like, I was like a year in. and uh, Did she win? No, she didn't. I had uh, this girl like visited the gym once, and uh, she, but she was like flirty. She gave me a flirty vibe. And uh, yeah, it was like a flirtatious uh, jujitsu session. Shit, that must be so fun, bro. Yeah, I got a chubs. Oh my I, but, god! But this is this is the type of thing that we're not gonna put on YouTube. No, we are. Oh my <laughs> god, this is such good content. But um, was she thick? Um, yeah, she was. So like thick. you must be like sometimes like submit me, please. Submit me, please. No, it, it, like there's no way I could tell this story without. Sound making it sound like creeper, but um, it did it, it, like it happened, bro. Like I, I think we both felt uh, that energy. Like she she came in with and then that you energy. Choked her out. Yeah, like I like yeah, yeah, I did. But Fuck yeah. the thing is, I'll never. And she was like, oh, stop, stop, please stop, please, like that. Yeah, yo, bro. I think I'm gonna join jujitsu, bro. Yeah, I, I think you would be great I at it because be. your body is lanky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like you could become really good at it. Yeah, yeah. I seriously do. Invite me, bro, to your next class. Okay, it's a free first time session, so you you'll be fine. So I was supposed to go today, but my foot. You think was I'm too broke or something? You think it's I'm broke or something? What do you mean I'll be fine? Hey, I didn't say anything. Hey, hey, he hey, has hey. a house. Listen, he has listen, $20,000 in listen, fucking crypto. Listen, listen. You kidding me? Listen. I don't care if it's free. I'll fucking pay.
pay for it. Oh, hey, fuck. Adela's feet is like, no, 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 take, no, take this fucking money because this fucking Persian Canadian with take eyebrows takes so I'm fucking broke. broke. Take my money. Hey! Who said I was broke? <laughs> Bro, I've been uh, broke my whole life and I still am. Woo! You know what's um, funny is like I'm paying um, I'm paying income tax uh, this year like obviously every year, <laughs> but but, uh, but uh, this year bro I'm gonna get fucked so every, it's, gonna it's get fucked. so fucked I'm, I'm so fucked. fucked so fucked I, I've been trouble financially actually. so fucked yo if you, you want you need help no I'm good oh because I wasn't gonna help you anyways bro <laughs> I was gonna refer you to a fucking bank <laughs> um, yeah I'm in trouble but um. Yeah. Do you do jujitsu sometimes with uh, guys uh, who um, who are gay? Like, yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know if any. Uh, well, yeah. Obviously, like, you're not gonna ask no. him. Like, hey, just sign this form. COVID. Have you ever uh, experienced symptoms of COVID? Gay. Or <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever experienced COVID? Gay or <laughs> gay or brown? You know what I've always wanted in the UFC? A gay like dominant, there is there is a really really Yo, gay you want me to show dominant you? guy. Check this out. <clears throat> There's this guy, okay, just, 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 just. okay, but we need uh, a mic for you. No, 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 UFC, gay, uh, UFC, gay, okay, I'm just gonna write this so I could, uh, uh, so I could find him, but his knockout is insane, okay? Check this out. I need to find his face. What the fuck is all this, bro? God damn it. God damn it. Gay, gay. Uh, uh, you know what it is? It's a, a UFC. Maybe he's not in the UFC. No, but check. It's yeah, it's UFC. Uh, slam knockout. Okay, he has one of the best slam knockouts in the world. Uh, sorry, mo- I think it's the most recent. Most recent. Uh. Okay, oh, uh, Jordan, Le- uh, leave it. Jordan, leave it. Okay, he's gay. He fucking is insane. Check this. Uh, knockout video. Press play, bro. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, press play there. Why is it not working? Oh, it's a screenshot, that's why. Is it a screenshot? Write that shit on YouTube, bro. Okay, there it is. Check this out. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, Okay, back up, back up. Look at this. Look at his celebration, bro. He does his splits. He does his splits. Oh, that's hilarious. That's the first time I see that. It's nuts. The back of the head is so sensitive, man. It's unbelievable. This guy's holding on like it's his uh, fucking daddy. And then bow. He's out. Just like that, ladies and gentlemen. 
That's crazy, bro. Yeah, fucked up. And he's gay as fuck, bro. You can't. He's not even hiding it, too. Like, it's wild. He's open about it? Yeah. yeah, he's open. He does his splits at the end. Look at his splits. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like fabulous, bro. This guy Cause, is cause so beautiful. I, I believe that the best thing for the UFC on a marketing level for the LGBTQ and the MNOP would have been to have some sort of gay dominant fighter who just talks well, mad bro, shit. Well, bro, Amanda Nunes, bro. Oh, she doesn't talk shit, though. No, but exactly. No, but like, I, I want a guy to like talk shit and be like, yo, we gonna see, we gonna see that fan ass on fucking December 13th. Bring that fan ass to the fucking octagon. Like, I'll punch you with my fingers up your butthole. Yeah, imagine like talking shit in a sexual way. How psychologically, and 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 uh, 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 it must throw un- you off. Unprecedented and like, <clears throat> yeah, you're completely thrown off. Yeah. As a guy, it's like a guy, a gay guy talking shit to you. Like, bring that fan ass, boy. Ooh. <laughs> like you're just so thrown off. You're like, what the fuck? <gasps> fuck you, man. Dude, that's genius. But also. Like, uh, I respect uh, the fucking uh, gay, people. G- uh, gay people that don't like <laughs> fucking act like assholes. I feel like gay people these days are all like fucking assholes. Like, what happened to the the? There, there, there's some white there's gay so people. Much, like, there, you know, the, no, what happened to the there's, fucking there's cool gay people too? There's 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 cool gay people and like there, there's the queen, people that are, queen, uh, that guy, uh, not queen, fucking prince. Well, you thought he was too gay or not gay enough? That was cool gay. That's that was cool, cool gay. gay. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's he's cool like, gay. He's like, look here about it. He's like, I like yeah, things, exactly. I, I sing good. Or, or like fucking uh, Tim Dillon. Tim Dillon is hilarious. and he's Tim like, Dillon is gay? The fat guy? I'm going to suck your dick. Yeah, dude. He's hilariously no gay. No way. I didn't but know he was gay. But he doesn't talk about it, you know? He doesn't talk about it. Yeah. Okay, very interesting. I didn't know he was gay. Yeah, it's crazy. Um... There's definitely um, power in being gay, for sure. There's and there's, advantages. but I, I feel like there's like, um, you. I heard Joe Rogan say something like, "Most great civilizations, or like societies and shit, um, like Rome and, and for example, have gay people in it." Yeah, yeah, but like the the what marks the end. Of like civilizations, great ones are the uh, blurring of genders when like people want to become other genders or when this uh, whatever because you know there's, like in society you have gender gender roles and it's part of like what keeps it together you know society it really does and uh, yeah and it, what what he says is that a part of like what what happens in societies that are about to fall is like this like uh, um, lack of uh, nuisance uh, not nuisance but uh, clarity uh, bro clarity, when it comes to yeah. genders bro there's, there's like pretty sure nuance is what I meant to say yeah nuance um, do you believe that, that there's more than two genders I believe that uh, you can identify uh, uh, as you wish. You know, it's not my problem, but I feel like uh, God has, or not, what, I mean, I say God, but uh, uh, life has, um, uh, what put us to life is it's two, is two genders. genders, and there's something sacred about that. And uh, the, uh, to undermine the miracle of life by our society uh, lingo, is uh is uh, a shame you know okay. like to say that <clears throat> i uh, identify as 
Uh, we should have a gay person on the show too. Yeah, we a, should. A yeah, gay, a, 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 and a also, tran- bro, like transgender. I don't know. I think it's kind of fucked up. Like all the 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 um, everything that transgenders like. This is distracting, eh? Yeah, um, every, everything that transgenders like uh, uh, go through to feel like uh, this or that. You know, like uh, the the surgeries and the and this and the hormone therapy. I and can't the, imagine what it's like to like not feel yourself. Yeah, and, and I think honestly, I think that's a problem of like a. a that's deeper rooted than just identifying. I feel it's something, it has something to do with like uh, uh, our uh, society not validating something in youth, you know? I feel like it, it comes to, it comes to like, like I have a friend who told me something and I think it's kind of crazy, but I think there's some truth to it. He's like, bro, uh, when I was a kid, I had friends, you know, he's a guy, I had guy friends and we would like push and shove and touch and do whatever, discovery e- each other. But in the friend zone, you know, we were all friends, you know, and like he said that like men these days can't uh, uh, or like aren't exposed to enough solid friendship to ha- so their sexuality is developed in a normal way where they immediately associate affection to another man to be oh wrong. i must be gay yeah and bro when i was growing up i thought i was gay like i had a friend his name is he's still a very good friend of mine <clears throat> justin and this man fucked all the chicks when we were in high school and he his parents were the coolest and like we used to always get drunk at his house and shit and he was so much more like uh physically mature than all of us he had the biggest dick he like he was uh, he was ripped he was he was gorgeous yeah. blonde hair and i'm like justin so fucking cool and we were like friends really and like I, sometimes late at night i would be like you know like masturbating and i'd close my eyes because i wasn't like watching porn at that age or like sometimes i'd made the decision not to watch porn uh-huh. i'd be like you know what this time let's do my imagination which i can't yeah. today my imagination is just dead but like i'd be like let's just my imagination and i'd be like me like having sex with a girl you know this is me in high school you know like uh, be f- imagining a woman like a not a woman a girl that was in my class or whatever and then like like while i was like closing my eye, i'd be like justin oh, oh what's this what are you doing in the room i'm like justin no and it would be like me imagining me sucking a dick like ah, re- yeah. sucking justin's dick okay and uh did you ever tell him this? No. Okay, so this is definitely going on the Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then I was like, uh, afraid, I guess, that I was gay. So I had to prove to myself that I wasn't, you know? So that basically, at that age, was like, try to come to you sucking Justin's dick. And if you come, then you're gay. Yeah. You know? And I think I came probably once yeah. or twice. But uh, yeah, it was just confusing. It was confusing. This love that I had for this man, plus the hormones and the fucking, you know, just started yeah. ejaculating and shit. It was like confusing, but it was something that I worked through, you know? And I feel like it taught me how to be more like, I get, not that necessarily, but like it was part of my sexual development yeah. and being feminine is part of that sexual development, you know? 
Yeah, I, I don't know how to like conceptualize that thing, but I, I know that when you when you're jerking off of imagination, sometimes your mind tricks you and it makes you think of somebody like you necessarily didn't want to right before you nut. So you're like, oh no, not that person. <laughs> like that's what <laughs> the disadvantage of masturbating with imagination because your mind fucks with you. He's like, not that girl. I told her no. <laughs> <laughs> So I think your mind does play tricks with you, and um, when you're when you're you're touching yourself and your dick is hard, and like I think your mind tries to fuck with you sometimes. Yeah, and it's great. It's cool. That is cool, man. Um, what does that mean about your sexual? I don't know. That's for you to figure out what that means for you, or if you've. I've already figured it out, bro. I was twelve years old. Okay? <laughs> Relax, okay. I'm not. I'm not sucking Justin's dick. I'm not thinking of sucking Justin's dick no more. This was me opening up, opening up to no, a story that happened to me. I just want some views. Years ago, I just want some views for this fucking podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I told my gay story because this yeah. fucking episode is shit. <laughs> it really is. But uh, but to 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 add to your story, like um, when you're young and you're like wrestling with your guy friends and whatnot, there is definitely some gay ass moments in there like i remember like sword fighting when i first got a boner i and never sword sword fought oh yeah like no. me i had no idea we were, i was with this random guy i forgot his name but we were young bro it was like first time getting boners and we're like oh what the fuck is this and this is like, like a rod we're, like, we're laughing and we're like fucking hitting each other it was some gay ass shit some super gay ass shit well you see that's i never i've never went public with that story but you see but like, that's the thing though it's not gay ass shit and it's like i feel like the, the hypersexualization of everything this in society it makes people feel like if they have one thought or maybe like and this is speaking from personal experience but it's like you have one thought or one thing it's like you're gay or 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 even the other the opposite like the hyper masculinization of of people you know yeah where it's like yo Yo, no homo. Like I hate people that say no homo. It's like yes, homo, bro. It's hilarious. There's a homo. little bit of homo yeah, in there, bro. bro. There's a little homo. Yeah. Yeah, I need to take a piss, bro. So do I. Um, I'm gonna have one. Do you mind? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay, you go pee pee, and then I come, and then you come back, and then I go pee pee. Okay, now you had me. T- now I'm here doing a solo after a gay talk. Yes, yeah, bro. Let's go. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I call this piece, um, I fucking miss you, you stupid fucking bitch. Okay, here goes nothing. Arahamdululu. Arahamdululu. How come we don't spread the hamdulu on the bread like we used to do? Arahamdululu. What was it all of it for? If we don't hamdulu anymore, like we used to do. <laughs> okay, this is never going to go public ever, bro. Ever. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing, bro. I honestly, um, we're supposed to do a podcast. It's supposed to be. Um, It was supposed to be publishable. It was supposed to be publishable. Everything that we've talked about so far in episode one and two is almost the type of content you do not want to go public with. 
However, however, what do we do? You know, do we press publish on the button? Do we put it on Patreon and only the real G's they fuck with it? You know, all the real soldiers and then all the all the real kings and queens, should I say? They fuck with it. Will will this ever see the public eye? We don't know. But this is episode two. Adele is taking the PP, taking about boys. I'm here um, debating um, my career choices. And um, yeah, hopefully um, we bump into each other in the, in the streets. And you're like, yo, you know what, man? I watch your podcast. It's not that bad, man. I fuck with it. I'm like, really? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, really? You're like, nah, bro, this is shit, bro. I can't believe you went in public with that. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have went in public with that. But it's crazy how one month you could be on the sky as a whatever self-employed freelancer. You're like, oh shit, I'm making good money. Then the next month you're like, I need a job. Because uh, that's what I'm going through right now. December, January, February are historically have been my worst months. Now, is this a limited belief? I don't know. It could be. But I spoke spoke to some other videographers, filmmakers, and they're like, yeah, bro, sometimes business does slow down. And it is what it is. You just have to find different streams of revenue. Now, I'm shooting my shot at dropshipping right now. And uh, so far, it's been nothing but a cash burn. So I've burned like over $700, at least over $700. And uh, I've sold two items, which will not pay the bills, which puts me in a position where I'm like, shit, I'm running out of time. So please consider subscribing to the Patreon. Um, it would be much appreciated. We're two creatives. One uh, is in a semi-successful music band. Another one is a not so successful YouTuber slash freelancer. Um, but we're on our way. I, I think we do have greatness inside of us. And it just takes a subscribe button or a monetization on Patreon for us to fully bloom into the people that we're supposed to be. And as a man, you're supposed to follow your purpose. You know, a part of me is just like, Sam, just give up on the dream. Give up on being a YouTuber. Give up on um, trying to become a podcast uh, host, co-host, or whatever you want to call it. Just focus on getting bags. But I know it will haunt me. It will haunt me forever if I stopped pursuing my so-called dreams. Um... I'm at a stage of my life where I am doing a lot of the things that I enjoy doing. Okay, Sam, if money wasn't a factor, what would you be doing? I would be doing a podcast, doing YouTubes, training MMA. I'm doing all of those right now. Problem is, is that it, it's not monetized. You know, obviously you want to reach a stage where it becomes monetized. Maybe I have years to go before it becomes monetized. But I know that um, the people viewing this, if they understand our situation and they understand that we're trying to be as entertaining and as insightful as we can for the viewers and, uh, you know, try to provide value uh, through entertainment and um, through the delivering true stories and being honest, like what Adele just said was fucking honest. Uh, I was just like, holy shit. Um, yeah, all of this because... Podcast liberates uh, other people. 
you know, there's people that might be, I don't know, maybe like an 18 year old who's unsure of himself and then they hear our stories and like, oh shit, like I was going through that and uh, now I feel liberated because I realized that it's normal to have a certain feeling. It's normal to have a certain perspective. It's normal to struggle. It's normal to suffer and like uh, to have ups and downs and it's part of the human experience. And um, hopefully that's what our podcast does to others because that's what podcasting did for me. It uh, liberated me from my insecurities, my fears, and whatever wor- wor- worries I had that I that I was convinced. Holy shit, that scared the shit out of me. That I thought were unique to me. So, with that said, please consider uh, the Patreon. It would be awesome. I will go PP now, and I will let Adele do a solo because I just uh, did you a solo. Smoke? I thought you were smoking. Yeah, I was gonna smoke, but I'll, I'm gonna wait until I pee. I'll be back. <sighs> What's up? What's up? So um, I'm gonna I'm rolling a joint. I uh, decided to smoke a. Um, you know, it's hard enough to get some sativa, not from the government because the government obviously sells a lot of sativa, but from my street dealer. You know, they always want that shit that gets you fucked up. But um, this guy uh, sells me sativa, so I smoke this great stuff. Claire. What? Is that you? Yeah. Hi. Hi. You're Bretta Ben. You can sit down. Have a seat. Okay. We're live streaming right now. Oh. So there's like a thousand, I think a thousand five hundred people watching right now. Really? Yeah. I'm not sure how many people are watching right now, but I think last time it was like a thousand. Hello. Speak up. Benny. <laughs> Did you see my uh, TikTok? No. Oh, dude. <laughs> I have to, you have to see this. Well, we're on live, not some black, on a live, babe. Okay. What's the stress out? Man, where the fuck is my phone? Okay, pull your phone out. You have your phone? Yeah. Okay, go on my uh go on my on my Instagram. Benny. Oh. I think next episode we have to be three though. It's official. Oh, so it's official. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time she sees it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of the Lion King. I'm sorry, little one. No, but that thing went viral. I showed her the original one, yeah, like oh, a while okay. ago. And you'll do that. When I first saw the original one, I was tripping. I was like, this is too good. <laughs> no, but the guy kills it, the black guy. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I put it on my like inspired by. You know? Okay, yeah, yeah. Ouch, It's too funny, but I had a third mic or what? No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. Just sit down. It's fine. Yeah, we just sit down. Okay, let's go. Cold, cold heart. Okay, so um, uh, did you tell Clara about your whole uh, 
gay experience? No. <laughs> what? But it's not an experience. It was in my head. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. It was in my head. It was. Uh, it was. Um, we don't need to talk about that. Well, if if Claire wants to know, she has to go listen to the fucking episode and so, sign up to our Patreon. Yeah, sign up. Seven dollars a month. Claire, Claire. I can't afford. Claire, that. would you sign up to our Patreon? <laughs> She's like, listen, I listen to you talk all the time. Why do I need to? It's thirty-five dollars a month. <laughs> That's like a yeah, phone. Yeah, sign up for that. I'll sign up. We were saying that like uh, the only people that are gonna sign up to this Patreon are like our mom is and our girlfriends. No, it's like nah, I would never want a family member to fucking <laughs> see all the exclusive content. No, it's like all the shit I'm saying. Literally everything I told myself I would never share. To <laughs> like episode one and two have been just that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I think feel the same way. Sometimes I think like, what the fuck are we gonna talk about? I'm like, okay, well, time to put t- time to dig my grave. <laughs> time to talk about things that I thought I was never going to talk about <laughs> time to talk about all the things I feared going on a podcast to talk about yeah exactly talk about all those things or like oh, I am, I'm definitely never going to talk about that so how's work Claire? Oh, rough well, okay what do you do right now? Uh, brunch oh yeah I, I saw brunch to the bourgeoisie yeah is that Verdun joints no? yeah I think I passed in front of it once upon a time it's a brunch place in Verdun. And then you did an Instagram story, and I was like, oh, shit. That's where I live. Yeah. Okay, it's called the gentrification brunch. Gentrification brunch <laughs> for the rich, gentrified people of Verdun. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, they're like, we're doing well. We had a carpentry business since 1982. Yeah, with like 50 employees, but fuck it. We fire everybody to sell some over-expensive yeah. brunch. Now we're ready to hire. eggs with butter sauce place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, so you do that now. Yeah. Okay, and you're singing... Yeah. Also, as a passion, and we were talking about this with Adele. It's like when you when you become old, you realize that your dreams might not come true. Mm-hmm. Right? How scary is that? It's absolutely I, I, terrifying. <laughs> I was thinking about that before going to bed last night at ten thirty. It's like, what the fuck am I gonna do when I'm forty? <laughs> what the fuck am I gonna do? Babe, you want to know what to do when you're forty? Crypto. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, it sometimes feels like the window is getting shorter and shorter. I'm like, yeah. can yes. I? But you know what's fucked up Can is I that Can I make it now please? You know what's <laughs> fucked up is that like in in like the the true sense of it you, the window is not getting shorter because when you live life and you keep doing what you love you become better at it you yeah. know So like you know in in realistic terms your your window is actually getting bigger cuz you're becoming better at doing it you're the becoming process is getting Yeah better. and you're becoming better at like you know cuz you know the releasing the music making the music being creative being being uh, better healthy, at being yourself Yeah being better at being you and understanding yourself and better. it's crazy yeah. that like uh, we have like this uh, you know like it's let's true. say you have a job you get hired at like 25 years old and then you say I'm gonna keep this job for 25 years and you're like when I'm gonna be t- when in, in 25 years after keeping this job I'm gonna get a raise I'm gonna be the best at the business and I'm gonna be the richest but uh, self-employed people or like artists or people that work by their on their own schedule they don't have that mentality they, they don't tell themselves like or, or, or like for the most part, especially in the music world, it's like if I don't make it by thirty, I'm fucked. Where it's like, mm-hmm. where you know, but you know, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't make any, it doesn't make uh, it, not that it doesn't make sense, but it, it's um, counterintuitive. I feel like you always have to hammer at your passion, whatever it is. Like even if it becomes part time instead of full time, and your full time becomes your money maker, whatever. You always have to hammer at it because I'm reading this book. It's called uh, Crush It, and it talks about all these um, stories about like people who uh, like. Um, crushed it 
pretty much. Mm -hmm. So uh, <laughs> there's a story of a, of a man. He's a lawyer and he's a, a bit chubby wubby. But he has a family. He has a beautiful family. He has four kids. Mm -hmm. um, he's getting fat. And um, he suddenly has a some sort of setback in his health or like uh, like he feels uh, uneasy or like he feels horrible. Mm -hmm. And he realizes just, just because he's been eating junk food and eating like a pig his, uh, like his whole life. And catching then, up. Yeah. So he like snaps out of it and he's like, uh, you know what? I'm going to start a vegetarian diet and I'm going to start like running. Anyways. So he does his first running competition. I don't, I don't forgot what it's called, but it's like uh, there's like the Spartan race in Montreal. Oh it's yeah, like, it's like, it's like an Ironman, like or an Ironman. Iron yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah. He does one of those, and he becomes like the first. I, I, I forgot if it was vegetarian. First chubby wubby. To <laughs> first chubby wubby to transition into skinny wubba wubba, and then become like the first vegan or vegetarian or whatever to like win a race. Oh shit! Wow. Yeah, and then he, he has this influx of, like, people, like, uh, vegetarian Reaching out. and veganism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, being like, oh, my God, how did you do it? What did you eat? Oh, my God, you're so special. And then... Um, and he's like, it's not about what you eat. It's about what you don't eat. Yeah. So he has this, like, high six-figure lawyer job. He decides to ditch it at 39. Imagine you're 39. You have four kids, a wifey, well, who probably married you because you're fucking guaranteed a fucking yeah. paycheck. So, all this to say, at 39, he decides to switch up. He becomes this, like, vegan runner. And then um, he's like, how am I going to pay the bills? With, with all the money that he's saved doing all these years. Yeah, huh? he has a certain leeway yeah. of, like, being able to pursue your passion. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he was running out. He was running out, and then he had to sell his house, his big-ass crib. He had to sell it. He oh. had to relocate with all of his family to like a little cabin. I don't know what. In, in the Hamptons. And no, no, it was in Hawaii or something. And then um, and then he kept uh, pursuing his uh, whole like Spartan race. So he kept doing those. And while he was doing those, he started doing YouTube videos or, or whatever. He started doing YouTube videos and he started writing like eBooks. Mm -hmm. Anyways, he had to starve and his whole family had to starve with him. Mm -hmm. And he was lucky enough to have a wifey to be like, no, like keep, keep pursuing your passion or your, your purpose. She didn't That's give nice. up on him, which is crazy. I find like it would be so like, it's so romantic to have a wifey that believes in you that much yeah. that she's willing to starve herself and her family for your purpose or your passion. Mm -hmm. Anyways, he ended up making it blowing up. He went on CNN. He like sold his ebook and like became this vegan runner guy. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So Which, you can live two lives in one. You can live two lives in one, but all this to say that this guy blew up at 39. Yeah, exactly. Right. Which gives us eight years. And the guy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> but, but it's true that um, there is. Um, like ways to reinvent yourself. I'm not sure what is worse, having a family. Like um, uh, when you have this job, you have a lot of money. What's worse, with all this money, buying a big house, starting a big family, and then dropping everything with a little savings, or never get never having a big job, uh, or never having a big job, never having a big house, never having a big family, and just a girlfriend or a wife, but you guys starve from the beginning you know because i feel like there's also like you know for example claire and i like uh we we were kind of like started from nothing really like and just like threw ourselves in this business with like just hopes and dreams you know mm -hmm. 
uh, but it's like starting from nothing and then building it up. But there is something to be said about having this draw where you climb society so fast, right? Like the, by society standards, like you have a lot of money and you get a big house and and then saying bye to all that, letting all that yeah. go to become a fucking starving artist with yeah. a family. Yeah, that's fucked. It's a, lot to it's put a on fucked. The line. So much stress. Like your kids, bro. Yeah, your kids are tripping like, too. Like who, what the fuck are your they going to eat? Your wifey's tripping. Like she looks at you for like security and safety and whatnot. And then you're like. That wife in particular. Because like uh, maybe she doesn't have a job or maybe she doesn't. Or I don't know what the story is. But uh, or, or even if like you guys are two parents with two jobs. And you guys are relying on each of your uh, salaries to um, uh, pay for the house. And one of them fucking jumps ship and it's like I want to start a YouTube channel <laughs> yeah um, no but all this to say I feel like there's so much judgment that um, kind of um, occurs no but like impedes us to take any action like as a self-employed person I I pride myself on the idea of being self-employed so much that I was afraid of the repercussions of getting a nine to five and like how my image is ruined, but I realized like nobody really gives a shit. Like nobody cares what I do, mm -hmm. what I do. Like nobody, you know. Yeah, it's but your it, time. Yeah, it's in your head. Mm -hmm. In your head, you're like, if you see yourself as an artist, you're like, what happens if I just get a nine to five and I'm like, fuck it, you know? But in your head, like, but I'm an artist. My whole Instagram is about being an artist. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. So you like, it's hard for you to make that transition. Mm -hmm. But all this to say uh, is that. um the message I wanted to get across is that like don't judge people off of jumping boats because you'll see nine to five people that are so terrified of making the jump to being like an artist or a self-employed right. person and they're so afraid because they have a car, they have a public image, they have maybe a girlfriend or a boyfriend and they're like, yo, I can't make the jump into being an artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have this good job but the judgment would it weighs so heavy in their head that they don't, they don't want to do it. Especially when you reach that age where you're like, have I really just given 20 years of my life to this company? Imagine. Yeah, but, and you're like, I've... And also the same thing goes for artists, like the, the, the artists that do pop off and that do like make it and they're like, this is not what I want to do anymore. Like, yeah. have I, like, have I really, like, I want to become a lawyer. Like, I know an artist, like, there's a, the, you know, the, the, the band Brand Van 3000. It's a Montreal band who had a couple of hits and they're, like, uh, pretty known in the U.S. as well. But the lead singer of that band uh, just, like, uh, is, is a lawyer now, you know, in L.A. And she, she just became a lawyer after? Yeah. Just like, fuck it. Fuck it, let's become a lawyer. And oh. it's a respect to that. And I feel like, um, yeah, jumping ship is like a... It's kind of. I'm not sure which one I would rather be though. Like uh, the like uh, having a like a, a 40, 40 year old crisis, you know, when like yeah. you've like had a job your whole life and you realize like it Fuck doesn't it. bring you happiness, you yeah. know, and like oh, that's the uh, jump then ship. Jumping ship is harder because at that point you probably have all this responsibility with kids, you know, and and at forty, I don't know. When you're younger, you can take. More risks. More risks. You can take that route. You can kind of like swim upstream. But then I guess it's, I guess it becomes, maybe it becomes even more important. You know, I, I don't know. It'll take. At 40? It'll take balls. It'll take some guts. But it's a question of like. Life and death, self really. Self-fulfilling before you die. Because at, the, at the age of. Die. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because at 40, you're about, you're like, you're not about to die, but like. You're. You're halfway, you're halfway there. there. Yeah, you're halfway there, pretty much. Uh, but I feel like yeah. at our at, at our day and age, forty is like you what young still. 
For sure. 40 feels young. Like, Joe Rogan is 52. And he looks like he has the most fulfilling life. Oh, shit. Life. He's 52. He, he looks like he did whatever. He, but, yo, when I think about it, I'm like, I'm doing everything I want to do. I'm doing a podcast, which I always yeah. want to do. Yeah. I'm doing a YouTube. I always want to do that. Yeah. Um, I'm training MMA, which I, I always wanted to do. So, I'm doing all those threes, but they're not monetized. That's the problem. <laughs> so society's to, like, ah, not yeah, gonna pay for that. Like, yeah, we're not ready for you. We're yeah, not yeah, ready. Being monetized just yeah. yet. You still have some self growth to do. Sam. Can I? Yeah, it's that'll a long be, way. That'll be forty five dollars for your though. phone bill. Can I send you an exclusive link to my Patreon? Okay, no, but all this to say is, uh, if you're at home. Um, don't judge people. I think that's the the best thing you could, the best gift you could give a family member or a friend or anybody you know who's jumping in and out of boats. Mm. Whether it's like artists to nine to five, nine to five to artists, self employed to uh, employed or whatever. also <coughs> like don't judge people because they're already uh, take it takes a lot of courage to make any sort of jump in your career. Mm-hmm. And to have that added pressure of like your family freaking out because you're like I want to sing and you're like 42. well you know <laughs> you know what bro? and it's not Listen. like we're not the hardest like we are the hardest <laughs> on ourselves anyway yeah I don't need well me. you see that's not the, that's not true though you see like a lot of artists that I know um, aren't hard on themselves you know like a, not a lot sorry some artists that I think won't make it you know like uh, okay. you have to be blunt with people you know sometimes. Like that's this is something that I've learned to like making music with a lot of people in my life and a lot of people that you start making music with with their friends, and then what happens when you when you make music with their friends is that you have like this uh, support for, for 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 them and then you and then you end up like meeting uh, actual talented people, and then the person that like you know your friend is not actually talented, bro. He's probably not gonna make it. He doesn't have the the drive or the talent or whatever, and uh, learning to accept that and like just telling him the blunt truth is huge as well and and like you know for example this is a great example like support your local artists so lo- support your local musicians and it's like i'm gonna go support my band who uh, my friend's band who's had this band since he's in high school and then nothing happened because his music is shit right like his band is trash for example and support him it's like nah be support him by being honest with him be honest with him that he's not that that, yeah. that you know that you know but and also tough, because, because the reason i say that is because like i hate it when people like when i first started like uh like with the music or whatever and claire could testify it's like when people come to your show and they're like i just want to support i just want to support your music i'm like i don't want you to come here to support my music i want you to come here because you actually like it because you actually think it's good you know yeah. and and that's the thing with like uh with uh claire for example, she comes from Virginia, and she, when she came here, she had no friends, you know. And uh, when I met her, you adopted her. Well, no, not that I adopt, <laughs> not that I, not, that's not what I, that I, I wasn't going because when I met her, she had friends. But the people that come to her shows, they're not childhood friends. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. They, 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 they they're people that like that like speak to her once a month, but that are still going to be like, oh, yo, you should book this girl, you know, because it's actually fire. So that is different than just supporting and also if if you're in a position 
like for example when Claire came to to, to Montreal it was it's like first of all she comes from Virginia and then she like it was to go to university and then fuck universities like do the music and shit and like obviously you're not gonna get support from everybody you know yeah and I'm not gonna tell especially when your parents are paying for your tuition and you make a <laughs> you make a mistake and you spend their money and you're like I don't want to I don't want to go to school anymore <laughs> oh yeah That's tough. You know, you spent their, mo you spent their money that they sent you for on, tuition. On no, drugs? no, no. I, I, I was, you know, but it was just all the money that was going towards tuition ended up not going towards a degree. You know, well, what did it go to? A couple years of college that ended up kind of just, you know, oh, okay, 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 yeah, exactly. I kind of blew my my parents' dough too. Um, yeah, they paid for my LaSalle college, mm -hmm. and they paid for my Concordia University, and I never ended up. Graduating from either? No, I, no, I graduated can't... from both. Okay. okay well, for the record. <laughs> yo, that's good, though. Well, then what are you talking about? No, you but, didn't waste anything. No, but money. I wasted in the sense that, like, I was just so clueless. Bro, did you know that I uploaded my first YouTube video in 2012? And I stopped because I was so, like, insecure as to where life was going. And I just did what my parents thought I should do and what my friends think I should mm -hmm. do. I had no sense of looking within and being like, what do I want? So if I had kept going in 2012 when I first uploaded my uh, first YouTube video, I didn't understand the economy that would surround content creation. I had no idea. Like, no fucking idea. Yeah. And the sustainability, too. The, 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 the idea that, like, yeah, you could do what you love and, like, actually make a living out of it and also fuck all the people that say otherwise, which in this case is your family and everything. It's sad to say, but it's, like, true. Yeah, no, but, but the thing is, the, the thing is, I think where parents come from is is a, the idea of like survival they're like my kid is out in the streets like and there's just so much threat outside there's they're just uttering whatever idea they have in their mind that they know of like, okay go yeah, get a job yeah. you have to get a job you have to get the education get the education and then <laughs> it's what they did yeah yeah, yeah it's what they did it's so they're they just did. saying things so you survive out in the streets but also your parents are like oh my god my know. kid is a fucking retard he's just uttering shit that like rappers say in their songs yeah uh, in, i want to make i want to be independent i want to be an entrepreneur i want to be a content creator yeah but you it know? doesn't make sense now that i'm doing it i'm, I'm suffering so much and i'm like yo maybe they were on to something like i remember when i first told Bro, my honestly, dad, Bro, Sam, I think you really you have some you like you have something and like your 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 calling is content creating I, and like is. and like La whenever it's gonna La happen Chipo. it's gonna happen. Lashpa roti in les Okay, thanks. Um, all this to say, um, what was I going? Oh yeah, I remember when, when I first told my dad that uh, um, I got accepted at Concordia, but it was for philosophy, and the look of disappointment on oh, no. my dad was so. It, it hurt me so much because oh, I no. went my whole life thinking I'm, I was dumb. Like, <laughs> I, I went my whole life since elementary, like way, way, way early on. Like I was failing at classes. I was a troublemaker. And uh, my insecurity as a kid was I'm stupid. Like that was my main insecurity. And the fact that I just got accepted into university was such a big deal for me. I'm like, I am part of the elite. <laughs> I I am part of the chosen yes. people, the chosen few. Papa, I will rise. Look, Papa. acceptance letter, philosophy. <laughs> it was just oh. like, he was just like, oh, bro, I'm like fucking working 16 hours a day. You're gonna tell me that now nah, I have to pay for your ass to go to fucking philosophy. First of all, my to dad question things all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> philosophy is pretty much you. You're just saying why to everything <laughs> in, in a circle. What if? 
But why? Why am I on a rock? Have you ever thought of? Why am I on a rock? Okay, yeah. well, you're on a rock because uh, you're a human. Oh, why am I a human? Okay, because and anyways, you just go in circles. And whatever philosophy it is, like you just go into circles. Anyways, so I ended up graduating in that and uh, politics. So I did politics and philosophy. But yeah, the look of disappointment was so devastating to me. I was like, I'll never uh, impress my dad. Yeah, mm. ever. And, and but I think that's what the father role is: is to just never be impressed. And I, as a self-aware 31-year-old, if ever I do have kids, I will do the same thing to my kids. <laughs> no, that's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> oh, no. To pass on the torch. <laughs> to pass on the insecurity torch. Yeah. I went to school for philosophy, but you, son, <laughs> not a philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> the torch of philosophy. No, 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 the, the torch of insecurities to keep passing on. You suck, you fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the doggy want to say something? Oh, the doggy want to say something. We'll put subtitles I for hope, those of you I, who I can't hope we understand. Hear that. I <laughs> hope we're going to hear it. Guys, I'm going to do the unthinkable. I'm not going to talk about uh, my gay experiences as a childhood, in my childhood, but I will smoke. Okay. Yeah. You're leaving? Yeah, I'm gonna go because I'm gonna play with the dog. Okay. But I'll come you back. You hear that in the mic. Can you hear it? Her little yeah. sniffing. <laughs> okay, Claire, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this is this is a regular guest. Uh, we live in the same she house. She will jump in and out whenever For she feels sure. like it because she's allowed. I'll come back. Talk about what? some stuff. Yeah, whenever you feel like it. Sounds good. Okay. You want this? Yeah, sure. You could just take the whole thing because I'm kind of too high now. <laughs> okay. This was fun with Claire, honestly. Yeah. I feel like this. Well, I, I feel like the podcast you, should always be with Claire. Yeah, you should definitely. Uh, yeah, how about we give you 25%? How about we give you 33%? Okay, fine. 34%. I'm, I'm super down. You're down? All right, well, we just found ourselves a new guest. There we clip go. Clip this. Clip it. Clip We're it. We're going to clip it. Clip it. Clip it. Guys, <laughs> let us know in the comment section if Claire should definitely be in the podcast. Um, the, another reason why I want to put this on the Patreon is because I smoke, I talk about sex, I talk about things that could uh, destroy my non-existent career. So th that is part of the reason why we're going to put these in Patreon, on a Patreon. I don't know how to speak. So make sure if you want to hear a Persian Canadian who doesn't know how to speak properly. And Persian you Canadian wanna, king. Yeah, and you kind of want to be entertained by the fact that he is uh, a human who's trying really hard at life. Um and he's almost there, but he's not there yet. If you want to see that journey, along with a uh, Adele uh, yeah, friend, moving the lights, bro, check this out. Who's uh, in a semi-successful uh, band, who is actually somewhat well known in Quebec, I would argue. Um, Yo, um, we're um, we've been know. making some uh, music in uh, in English about to pop off. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully, uh, the US could get in touch with the fire that's about to happen. Um, the fire that's about to get lit on the, the asses. <sighs> that was fun with Claire, honestly, bro. No, sick. I liked it. It, I liked it, it changed lot, the energy. It changed the energy completely. I feel like we're losers now. Yeah, I feel like we're back to like dull, dull old motherfucker. Because the energy when I walked in, because you were tired when I walked in, you were like, I thought about killing myself today. Bro, like, yeah, I, bro, bro. I wasn't. I wasn't tired. I was just like, 
Yo, just keep your cool, bro. It's Sam, who, uh, Sam the King, Persian King, brown boy coming through. Okay, so just keep your cool. Last time you were too drunk. Yeah, last time I was pretty fucking drunk. No, I was talking about. I was talking to myself. Like yeah. last time I was too drunk. Yeah, last time. I Anyways, was too bro, drunk too. this was fun, bro. This is a lot of fun. Uh, how, how long, how long have you been going? I don't know. Can we? Can we? Because I, I feel like three hours is it should be our tops. Bro, we've been going for eight hours. <laughs> Imagine. It's 5.57? Oh, shit. So we've been going for... Two hours. Two hours. Okay, yeah, we can keep going for a bit. For a bit more. For like 30 years. For another 30 years, then we'll wrap it up. Yeah, I think we can keep going. So UFC... Okay, yo. So uh, Tyron Woodley got a rematch with With, Jake. With Jake Paul. Yeah, I saw that. Because one of the Furies had a uh, health problem. A fucking uh, rib uh, Uh, rib, rib injury. Fractured rib. Fractured rib. But you know what's funny is that there's like a video of like... uh, Nick uh, Nick Fury like and his dad training and like he's like on the floor he's like Nick Fury's screaming break my ribs break my ribs like because I don't know he's just insane so I'm not surprised if he actually broke his ribs you know I wouldn't be surprised okay you made it sound like he intentionally wanted somebody to break his ribs to call well, that could have been true but I don't think I don't think he'd go to that extent but like yeah, like uh, he's he's a real one. So if he pulls out, I'm pretty sure it's for like legit reasons. Also, there was some something about like in the contract, Jake Paul putting that like uh, they didn't have to get drug tested. He Jake didn't have neither of them. Neither of them. Um, and are they even in the same weight class? Like, how big is Jake Paul, bro? Jake Paul is Fury, huge. Yo, but Nick Fury is fucking heavyweight, right? He's yo, a heavyweight, right? I know Jake is. Massive. He's he, he towers Woodley, bro. He looks down on Woodley. It's true, yeah. Which is wild. And uh, as much as I, I'm a huge fan of uh, MMA, I haven't been impressed by Ty- Tyron Woodley's uh, fight as of lately. And I, I think I won't be the the only one to say that. But uh, I was disappointed in him. He was uh, representing the MMA community. I I, I lost bills, bro. Oh uh, yeah, you thought he was gonna win, eh? I, so pay, I bet on him, yeah. Like heavy, heavy money or. Well, like 30 bucks, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a lot of money for fucking pretty artists, bro. Deep, yeah. Don't judge us. I'm still getting over that loss, bro. I put uh, I put um, $20 on uh, Oliveira tonight. 20? 20 by knockout. Eesh. You know he's the underdog? He is? He looks so unbeatable, but I just want to believe it, Poirier, so bad. Why, bro? I love Poirier, but bro, Oliveira deserves it more than Poirier. Nah, nah, I wouldn't say more, but I just fuck with Oliveira. You know what? Never mind. It's not even a. Uh, uh, I. Uh, it's not. A, it's not even a. Uh, I like him or that. It's just. I'm trying to make money, and I really think Oliveira's gonna win. Even though it's not that I really think Oliveira's gonna win, is that he's an underdog. So I'm like, that's impossible. I thought he was gonna be a favorite. So I just bet on him, honestly. 20 bucks by knockout. 20 bucks by knockout. Okay. Yeah, that's tough. I I'm feel like I'm gonna lose that. I'm gonna lose that. Yeah. And I also did a I also did a parlay today. 10 bucks on um on uh De France, France versus okay. uh I don't know who uh, that is. Cody Garbrandt. 
Oh, okay, yeah, the guy that's fighting Cody Garbrandt. He yeah. seems like... He he's seems a real one. He thinks he's from New Zealand, but uh, he's a real one. And uh, parlay, so that with... Uh, fuck, fuck. It's a great fight. Before that one, I think... Uh, I, I, I'm blanking out. I drank too much. Um, fuck. What is it? Okay, wait. I'm just going to check the, the whole uh, UFC card right now. Check it out. It was, uh, it was, uh, oh my God, we're the, you, we're the worst, bro. My, my phone has 1%, so it's super laggy. <laughs> oh, stop. My phone is in my jacket that's behind the camera. Right now, so I can't do much. Oh uh, yeah, Sean O'Malley. So I bet on, uh, ah, I think I fucked up. I, I bet on Paiva because he's fighting Sean O'Malley. No, I don't think Sean O'Malley's going to lose. I really don't think. I, I don't know. I'm going to do my old bets after we're done this podcast once I get home. It starts at 6.30, the early prelims. Okay, so I'm going to go home and do my, my bets. Um, yeah, I, I don't see Sean O'Malley losing. Uh, but then again, you can make a lot of money uh, by betting against the non-favorite. Um, th this is the thing about betting. You either go for the favorites and you make a small margin of profit or you go for the not favorite and you gamble on the idea of the upset. I think it's it's like it's more of like uh, just uh, uh, analyzing the odds. Like, are the odds reasonable or not? Like, for example, Amanda Nunes is a favorite. If she was a pl plus 200 favorite, I'd be like, that's a great price for Amanda Nunes. Right now, she's probably like plus 1,600. Yeah. I mean, minus 1,600. Yeah, so uh, sorry, yeah. my, if she was minus 200, sorry. If she was a favorite minus 200, I'd be like, I'd put $1,000 on that ass. But if she, in, but now she's probably 1,600, you know? Minus 1,600. So it's like, so it's like, am I going to put, I, you know what I'm saying? It's way too much money. But like, I think personally that Charles Oliveira is a great bet because... Can I kill that cigarette? Yeah. Um, you know what's fucked up? Um, you feel like puking after a cigarette? No, huh? uh, no um, nobody, like, this podcast is going to come out way later than this whole fight thing. Because this whole fight thing is happening tonight. And then what's going to happen is that... Uh, People are going to listen to it and they're gonna, it's going to be later and it's going to be later. Yeah, but that's kind of fun too, though. Yeah, it's kind of fun. It's like, like, oh, look at their idiots. They thought yeah. they were, oh, this guy actually banked, bro. This guy actually banked. Yeah, Yo, you know what that. I do when I when I do often, like uh, during UFC fights, is that like I have um, my friend over who's like into uh, like, uh, uh, he's like bio um, computer engineering. So he does a lot of like analytics, you know? Uh, or like a data entry. So like we do parlays of like 10 teams. Oof. And I put like $2 on it, you know. And I do it to make like, you know, 10, 10K really. Swear, okay. And then I just do a whole bunch of those. So sometimes I get super close to making 10K. Sometimes oh. I'm like a fight or two away because like. I do so many different options. Yeah. And my guys like, okay, well, this, 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 that, bah, 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 bah. Nah, this can happen, this can happen. And this can happen. So, like, okay, so we did this, and then let's do this, and then let's do that. There's another parlay. Yeah. And too. all, the, yeah. So, we, like, I never won, lost money doing it, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Parlays, I've <laughs> haven't been so much successful at it. I think I succeeded, like, once or, like, maybe two times, but it was just, like, a five game thing. The most money I made was uh, straight bets. 
Like a, a one fight bet? One fight bet, yeah. Yeah, yeah those are the And what's ones. fun with that is that you can do them like two minutes before the fight. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, yeah, gambling, I haven't been that successful. I think I've won and lost the same amount. Yeah, me roughly, I probably lost like a 500 bucks in my life. Probably not more. Like if I consider like all the machines... Cause like I've never you been to the machine casino. thing. I wasn't. I never went to the casino that much, but I like did a lot of like uh, casino, bar machines. You know. Okay. Yeah. Is the casino open? Yeah. I, I wanted to go with a couple of friends like soon before like. Uh, well, now it's getting kind of late. Cause it's almost Christmas, but like uh, I want to do it. Uh, get fucked, you know, and go. Yeah. I've like always, I want to take wanting. like shrooms. Like I want to go like uh, get like all like trippy with it. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't yeah. forget how to play poker. I played poker two days ago and I won my first game in, like, uh, I think ever. Yeah, like, online or with no, friends? No, no, with friends. Like, good guys. Not oh, yeah. good guys, but, like, uh, one of them was a noob, but, like, the two, the two others, like, always win. They always win. Oh, me. yeah. It was with the band, so we always we play poker a lot. But um, I was just on a downer of drugs, you know, no emotions in my eyes. Oh. So you was I was it a zombie. advantage. I was just like you know, I'm a zombie. I have no feelings. In. I have a pair of aces and just two aces just on, like, the f- on the fucking table. I was just like this. I was I like, I don't give a fuck. I was like, all in. They're like, okay, he doesn't sound too sure of himself. Like well, he looks well, sad. He looks broken. Do you have any of your bands that are against uh, drug taking, or is everybody does everybody jump on the boat? I or, mean, against. What do you mean by against? No, but like, do you have a sober, sober angel? In your we group? have uh, not really. Everybody kind of drinks beer. Maybe like uh, the lead singer might uh, not drink beer. He's more into like gin or shit. So he, sometimes he won't drink. But we're. I mean, I'm definitely the most the most fucked up one, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've had experiences where I did a sober run. I did a sober run. I think it was in 2019 or 2020. No, 2020. I went sober from January 1st until like June 1st. I did a complete sober oh, run. Shit, that's long. Yeah, that's a long run. What, what, what was your... What One was your month. Long? One month you did sober? Yeah, like two years ago. Two years ago? I felt good. I felt the, so good. I felt good for the six months I went sober. I was like, after the first like... Like the first two weeks were rough, but after that I was like, "Wow!" I was like talking to my friends, like, "Man, can't believe I smoked weed every day, man! How crazy is that?" Yeah, um, I don't know if I'm gonna do it again. I might do it again. I don't know. It just it's it comes with you a need, lot of you need to reset every once in a while. You don't know. Oh, I hate to think of it that way, man. I felt like I grew internally when I did it. On an internal level, I was like, Sam, it's okay to have insecurities and fears. Yeah, me too. Can we acknowledge them? Yeah, you can acknowledge them. Okay, what happened to you in your childhood that makes you so insecure about this? Oh, this happened. Oh, that's Or also just like having the balls to do it or just like the self-confidence, I feel like. For me, it's like weed. Like weed, like it it, it, uh, eats at your self-confidence a lot, you know? Like it It makes you insecure. You know, okay, you yeah, know how it is because you smoke so weed and you like you become introspective. Yeah, you're introspective, and, and then you become you become questioning and everything. And like for me, for me, it helped for a certain part of my life when I was too confident or too th- thought I was cool, too cool with it, too fresh with it. You know, like I needed like so much self questioning that like it kind of helped me. And also, it comes with like the whole like you know just like being relaxed and like the whole music thing. But when you smoke too much of it, it you you become like uh, yeah, exactly like. Um, you doubt yourself. Yeah, you're, self, you're so self-critical <laughs> that you're drowning. 
like, yo, you listen, yeah. man, like, you suck at this, you suck at that. What makes you think you're going to make it? And, like, like just the whole content creating thing, like, just, just the fact that you told me, like, keep keep doing it, like, from a guy who's an artist like yourself and who's, like, bit, like you're somewhat real, like, you're able to tell me if, like, I should stop or not. And you said to keep going. And I was going through this, right, like, at this phase right now where, like, uh, even Friday night before I got my injury on my foot doing Muay Thai, I was supposed to go out and do interviews. Uh, I had a videographer that was ready to go and uh, I canceled. I canceled, but that was before I got injured because... Oh, shit. Yeah, like, I couldn't have done it anyways because I couldn't walk. Yeah, yeah, but why'd you cancel before you? I canceled before because I'm like... I felt like I had no aim and I was stressing about getting bags more than I was about the idea of like not feeling financially secure and like going out and talking about dick pussy to people Mm -hmm. (laughs) felt so misplaced. I'm like, I'm going to go out right now. Not only am I going to like spend a Friday night talking about dick pussy, which I don't have a problem with. (laughs) I don't have a problem spending my Friday night doing that. But then I have to go home and I have to listen to all the content and and, and, and spend so much time out of my my, my schedule listening to content. Yeah, listening to content of myself, like talking about dick pussy to random strangers in the streets. And I'm like, Sam, listen, man, we got to pay the bills, bro. Like, you really want to fucking... This is Sam talking to Sam. Yeah, Sam talking to Sam. There was Sam in, like, a suit, and there was Sam, the Sam artist, with, like, two tiers, two tiers of tattoos <laughs> in his... Like, I'm a fucking artist, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All so, or nothing, man. Yeah, all or nothing, man. We got to make it. So we had a conversation, and we're like, yo, listen, the best the best thing to do for us right now is to just just take us just one step back from content creating. One step into McDonald's drive <laughs> And one step forward into putting a gun in your mouth. <laughs> no, no. But um, all this to say, like, I'm like, yo, l- let me figure out my whole financial situation. Cause your I'm approach. A, I'm on the verge of bankruptcy at this stage of my life. <laughs> I've spent like 20 racks in my content creating, filmmaking career. Just reinvesting into the company, buying gear and whatnot. And then uh, I blew like 22,000 into my stock investments, which are down. I blew a smaller, very, very small portion of that into my cryptos, which are down. So I kind of felt like the walls were caving in Mm -hmm. and I was in a tight situation. I'm like, yo, the last thing I need is to spend time on some dick pussy content that I'm going to put out (laughs) that like maybe... 47 people are going to watch, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. But yo, bro, I, you, your, your videos, like, as of late have been, like, kind yeah, of working. Yeah, yeah, they, They've been better. They've been better because they're funner to watch and they're funner to... Yeah, yeah. To, 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 they, they've been funner. Um, can I keep doing that? Yes. <coughs> do I need to do that right now when I'm uh, financially insecure? No. Well, what else are you going to do? Do this fucking podcast and talk about dick pussy on a you podcast. You think this is going to be more financial viable? <laughs> no, financially but... Financially viable? But, but to have... A podcast to to produce a podcast with you and to do my YouTube, which are both aren't monetized, is gonna suck a lot of time out of my schedule mm-hmm. and it's gonna be less time chasing bags. Mm-hmm. Now I told you previously that I was trying this drop shipping thing and my cash burn is way more than my income. I'll tell you right now, bro. You should stop that. Yeah. Maybe you I should, should stop that, that drop shipping shit. Yeah, because because I, I see these kids being like, I'm 18 years old and I made eighty seven thousand dollars this month. This is how you could do it too. 
And then I'm like, oh, maybe I could become witch overnight. Yeah, yeah, but and then, like, that's um, a, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. all that shit. Unless, uh, unless uh, we have the plug in China that makes like some frisbee that like glows in the dark and that like serves liquor at the same time. <laughs> yeah, and satisfies you. That sounds like a plan. See, that's a sick product. Yeah, that is. A sick Imagine product. a frisbee that you throw and then it serves shots to people while in the air. Come on. Some some crazy ass product yeah, that was yeah. gonna work, um, but yeah, the drop shipping shit. Yeah, yeah, but keep going. So like, yeah, yeah, with the drop shipping. Anyways, shit. I'm at a stage in my life where I'm like, yo, I need to be fucking employed, but at the same time, I feel so unemployable. I'm like, I'm this guy who like talks about dick pussy on camera, and then I go to podcasts and I talk about fucking nutting all over myself and having an image of a person I didn't want to, you yeah. know. So it's just like, yeah. but, <laughs> but. <laughs> But, where do we go from but, here? But where do we go from here? But um, you, I mean, let's say you were you were to to find a job. I, yeah, let's I think say you were to find a job. You definitely be, be you would definitely be employable, but it depends what kind of job you want. Yeah, you know, I applied to be a fitness coach. There's like private this this company was like, yo, we're looking for private sessions of like uh, people who could give private lessons to. Uh, People o- overweight mothers who are having a midlife crisis and want to lose weight. I'm like, yeah, I could do that. I could fucking do that. Talk said, to overweight moms for yeah your, for for like, the, hours uh, like a like a like, for a, like a, a lifetime. No, no, no. <laughs> probably on a part time basis. But I I would love to do that just because. Um, listen, man, it helps I, people. It helps people, and I could like I've been somewhat consistent at training, and I feel like. <clears throat> Uh, it's like the thing that you could like actually like show for. Uh, yeah, I could be like, yo, you know what? I could show up with a fucking tight t-shirt and be like, yo, let's run on the treadmill. Let's run on the treadmill. Yeah, together, just you know? like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I could be that emotional, psychological rock yeah, that yeah. a mama needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, you know, with a tight T-shirt, just show up with a tight T-shirt, be like, "Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) follow me." We're gonna go right down your program. Okay, what are your goals? Anyways, I feel like I can do that. (laughs) I feel like I'm at a stage in my life where I could definitely help. The neighbor, you hear that right now? That's a dog. It's the neighbor's dog. Neighbor's dog. Fucking hate the neighbor's Um, dog. Always barking, bro. I'm like, don't you raise your child? Anyways, I'm not, I'm not um, gonna get into that right now. We're not gonna get into that right now. But yeah, um, have you ever thought of not being able to make it as a music artist? And what you know, you would one have of the do? first things that I told myself, like when I was living in a grow house with like a shitty laptop and um, just like broke, basically, I told myself I'm gonna make music because I can and I don't mind dying, trying, trying. Oh, okay, that's deep. Yeah, that's a that's a good philosophy. Well, approach. like I don't mind putting because I realized that with like limited resources, which is what I had back then, and even now, really, if you think of it, like uh, from an objective point of view, like uh, I don't really, you know. But uh, one thing that I could spend my life doing, that uh, I could potentially die doing. And at least that'll be that. You know what I'm saying? For the people also, bro, yeah. like it was it was cheap to live like back then in my apartment in a grow house. 
see, I kind of set myself up, you know, I was like always kind of like financially like aimed, you know, I always like sold drugs basically, or like, you know, I couldn't keep a job. So I sold drugs and like the little money I made, like I bought like studio equipment and then like I made a little bit more money and I bought lamps and uh, 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 tents, you know, to grow weed, you know, just because I, th- I thought of like the investment of it. And I'm like, okay, well, and then and, and back then, like I was, I was okay, but then I broke up with my girlfriend and I didn't have a place to live anymore. So I had to move into the grow house with the dog that I bought yeah. with my girlfriend. Yeah. But it wasn't a bad place. It was like a place in Kodenaeji. It was like a five, six and a half, I think. Um, with uh, two other homies that we know of that we we don't. Yeah, but they didn't now. live there. We, we don't need to mention now. Oh yeah, they were just like in and out. Yeah, they were just in and out, like because uh, like they had a job and they were able to just like uh, have this investment, you know, pay the rent and whatever. Yeah. And I lived there with the dog, and it was kind of a great way for me to just keep an eye on things as well. And my rent was so cheap, and my cost of living was so little that, and also like. I don't know when I really needed money. Like I could call, like I called my sister. Like she would lend me like forty bucks, so I could like go buy like I'd go like buy a Chinese food plate for thirteen bucks, and I would make it last a day. You know, so like always like surviving with very little. That's crazy. That's yeah. that's crazy. And feeding my dog. Sometimes my dog would eat. I wouldn't eat. You know. Oh yeah. Or, like I just Is eat peanut bad? butter because you know you buy a, a, the bag of dog food and. Like, it was good dog food. I'd always buy, like, you know... The, the good shit. But yeah, for my dog. But, um... That's wild, man. Sometimes, uh, yeah, just eating peanut butter, bro. Like, my friends would come... Like, my friend came and gave me, like, cups. Because I had no cups in my house, bro. Yeah, okay. So you went through it. That well, was, like... It that was, was something... That... I could have always, like, asked my parents or something. But there was something... Like, they knew that I was up to no good as well. So it was, it was so, like, yeah. a lack of, like... Respect. Integrity, yeah. Yeah, to ask for money. And also just, like, a fucking rage, bro. I was always, like... I was I was angry at, like, life, at people. Man, like... I was angry at people, bro, for yeah. real. When I go through, like, dark times, like, the only thing that could bring me out of my dark mindset is uh, working out. Like, I, I keep going back to it, but, like, I, that's why I'm so curious to know how you cope with that shit. Like, you, you said, like, you just sleep on it, which is crazy to me. Because uh, if I'm at home all day and I feel like a piece of shit, I'm just like... Bro, honestly, uh, I used to be more fit when I was, like, broke. Okay. Like I was like, cause now when I like now if I'm in a bad mood or like whenever like like really like realistically, bro, like I don't like I haven't been financially stressed for two years. You know? Oh yeah, that's really good. That's fucking amazing, right? So like really like realistically, like my the problems that I have, like I could always sleep on it, cause it's not, it's not a financial. financial thing. Cause if the financial thing what fucks you is that you wake up and your debt is still there, bro. Mm-hmm. And I've been there, man. I've been there, like I'm crying at night, like, like I'm gonna have to get a job at forty. Like I worked at like cafes, you know, that I kept like a job. Like my last job was at Presse Cafe, and it was to pay back a debt that I had at the bank that like like I got indebted when I was a kid, and like I was doing the cal- the the. The the calcul in my head, and I was like, I'm gonna have to keep this job for two years to pay back like a two thousand dollar debt, bro. You know, but like, I think it was a little bit more than that. Obviously, when you do the fucking uh, when you do the math, but it would keep me up at night, you know, and I was stressed as shit. That's it, fuck, man. I was like, well, bro, it wasn't. uh, It wasn't. uh, That's nothing, bro. Two K is nothing, bro. Me, I'm down big. 
I'm down big money. How? I mean, do you owe know. money to people? Yeah, I owe money to the bank. Okay, well, do you... And your money's tied up right now? Yeah, well, yeah. Because I, I would say just pay back your debt ASAP. No, no, my money is in the stock market and it's down. How much debt? Like, uh, how much, like... Uh, is, I got, like, a lot of debt, bro. Like, like more than 10K? And it, 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 Yeah, more than 10K. And it all happened in uh, the last, like, year and a half, like... By uh, what, living expenses? Uh, it was me investing in a bunch of equipment with Well, a, dude, 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 let me tell you something. The money you have in the stock market, pull it out right now and pay your debt. Oh, uh, you think I should do yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely, bro. I'm like, down like 40%, bro. Dude, I feel like it's the last thing I should do. Dude, uh, if it's you just investing your money yourself, in the take take that money out. And if, if you take that money out and you pay back your debt, is it do you, will you have money left over? No. I could take out the money and try to pay my debt and I still have debt. Debt. So what I'm thinking is I'm going to... Take I'm, out your crypto too. No, no, no. This is what I'm going to do, bro. I have a game plan. For the next year, I'm going to figure... I'm going to just keep doing me. I'm going to keep paying like a little... Like double the minimum payments that are due. Double the minimum payments is how I keep my credit score alive. And then by the summertime, hopefully... Uh, the stocks and the cryptos will be back up, but that's probably a better idea. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Because the, the thing is, is that that's the thing with the with the credit score is that you have to be wise and you have to pay double the amount. <clears throat> is your credit score bad? No, it was actually excellent. My crypto, your my sorry, my yeah. my credit score was horrendous. It was like this guy's a borderline criminal. Like we, you should yeah. definitely not. You want to know how I got like uh, borderline criminal indictment? Um, uh, like yeah. I was in uh, at Dawson College. I was like eighteen, nineteen, twenty, some shit like that. And this guy come up to me. This guy that I don't even know. Like I don't even know him. Like I, he's a friend of a friend, basically. Yeah, he and he looks cool. He's like, yo, I got yeah. an opportunity for you, kid. It's like this uh, packy dude. Or Indian dude. And uh, he's like, bro, my friend comes to me. He's like, yo, my friend has a great scam. And uh, you just give him your card debit card. card and your login and your password. And he takes money out of your account. And you go to the bank and you, and you tell him that you got scammed. That, that you got, what the fuck is this? So the bank calls me. I'm in like English class in CGIP. And they're like, yo, uh, no, 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 you got the, this transaction just happened. Uh, we called you because like, what the fuck? And I'm like, this wasn't me. Like a little boy trying to lie. And they're like, yeah, there's no reason why they should have your password and uh, login info. So you owe this money now. So he took out like $4,000 out of my account and I owed that money now. And I saw that person at school every day, you know? And I just didn't say anything. That's the kind of shit I kind of I used to go through getting scammed, bro. Like no type of oh, yeah. reasoning, bro. No type of reasoning, bro. How fucking borderline retarded do you have to be for real to do that shit? That, yeah, that's pretty bad. But I, I, just, like, I heard a lot of stories of guys getting scammed. You lose smirk on your face right now. No, but now. it's fucked because you're not the only one who Did got scammed scam like that. Did you scam me? No, I didn't. Did uh, you scam me? <laughs> I had another friend too. He got scammed like nine nine grand. 
I don't know what's worse, getting scammed nine grand or getting scammed nine times. Um, I know another guy who got scammed like twelve grand. So these scamming things they happen. I think, I think when you're young, you you're so on the urge of nutting all over yourself that whoever approaches you with the slight idea of a fantasy, you're like, yes, I'll do it. He's like, yo, listen, if you give me your credit, your debit card, you give me your password, your username, your login, and I pull out the money and I put it in my pocket, you will be rewarded for it. Yeah. You're like, yo, funny. Ah. <laughs> like, Take my debit card and my username and my password. You just, and, and it's fucked up because I signed up to ACN when I was at 18. Oh, see, that's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not alone. I was 18. <laughs> Yo, ACN is the best one. I was on the verge of um, climaxing. Coming, coming. <laughs> I was on the verge of climaxing and thinking I'm an entrepreneur businessman at the age of 18. And then one man approached me and they're like, you could be an entrepreneur if you give me your money. I'm like, ah. <laughs> you just give your money because you're full of testosterone. You're full of testosterone, essentially. You're full of testosterone and you're convinced that whoever pitches an idea at you... And this guy, he sees you listen, full you, of testosterone. Yeah, you get He's one like, pitch. You get one pitch when you're 18. And whoever says gives you that one pitch, you're, you're buying. Yeah, like, yeah, it's true though. It's <laughs> fucking true though. When you're 18, you're like, yo, this is the moment I've been waiting for my whole life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're like, all these nights that I've been waiting, I've been waiting, not in vain. Yeah. It's now, my friend. I'm gonna this make is the your jump. mind talking yeah, yeah, to you. You're like, I'm going to make the jump right now and so long, suckers. Yeah, so long, suckers. So long, suckers. Oh my I God, this. I knew it was worth it. Yeah. So, I think you're, I think, I think we're Mama! all I think we're all dumb when we're uh, young. Yo, funny enough, the first time I got scammed was at um, a terminus, a bus terminus, uh, Dorval bus terminus. And uh, I was going to a, a friend's house, I guess. And it was the weekend. And um, this guy, bro, this, this, now that I think of it, I, he's a scammy, nasty guy. He sees me waiting. He comes, he asks me for a cigarette. I was like 16, 14 maybe. And uh, I give him a cigarette and he's like, I don't know what the fuck he said. He's like, what are you, what are you doing or whatever? Cause you're smoking together outside. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to my friend's house, um, make some music. And uh, he's like, oh, you make music. Oh, music. And I was like, yeah. He's like, bro, uh, what do you do? I'm like, I make beats, you know, I have, and I just got my new little, I was looking for a pad. I was looking for a, a keyboard and I was like really looking for it. I'm like, this is what I want. He's like, bro, my friend has a shit like that, bro. And he convinces me to follow him. And he's he has me walking around Dorval, bro, for like 20 minutes. And uh, at some point, there's there's like the highway and there's the between the two highways, there's like a tunnel. So he's like, well, I'm waiting at the terminus at, the, at some bus station. We were at a bus station at that point. Now you're in a tunnel with a guy. And 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 he's like, he's like, oh bro, bro, my my guy just called me, bro. Like, uh, wait up, I'll 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 be right back. But just stay here in case he comes on this side of the tunnel. So he's like, because he's like, I'm, I think he's on this side. But just stay here in case he's on this side. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no problem. So he goes, he goes in the tunnel, and like immediately I realized, God damn it, I just got fucking fucked. You know what I'm saying? So what happened? 
So I just got, I gave him $200 or some shit, yeah. 50 bucks maybe, actually. It's for 100 bucks, 50, 100 bucks. Oh, and he walked away with he walked okay. away. He's like, yo, give me the money, like, I will see my guy. I'll go see my guy, but stay here. We gotta be slick. Yeah, or some shit like that. Yeah, exactly. And he brought me to these apartment complexes, and he's like, and like, he showed me, like, like there was like this nail, the, a nail sticking out of a wall in a parking, like in the wall of an apartment building. And he's like, yeah, bro, like me and my friends, you know, like we, we do like drug deals here. And, you know, like if there's something that happens, we keep this in the wall just in case. And he just pulls out this nail out of the wall that was it's probably really just there. Yeah. It was probably just there. And he's like, yeah, this is my spot. You know what I'm saying? Just like, and I'm like, yo, you so legit. Because like, I, you know, fantasized that shit back then, you know? Yeah. Yo, you gang, bro. You taking me under your wing, brother, because I gave you a cigarette. Yeah. And you respect me now. And you're, <laughs> you're like 28 now. You're like 28. I'm like 16. But finally, I made it, baby. Yeah. I'm about to get myself a keyboard. And I'm hanging out with the gangsters. Yeah. And I can make beat for the whole community. Yeah, but I'm a beat maker. Did I tell you I was a beat maker? Did, did I tell you I got potential? Yo. <laughs> I got potential. Yeah, bro. Uh, but I think it's somewhat good to be exposed to the nonsense of life. Because you kind of have to fuck up in order to become who you are today. Yeah, or like a better person, yeah. I mean, also like, you know... The people that don't live through that kind of shit maybe don't have to because they're smarter, you know, than us. But, but also, some people are just born stupid and they would have been better off living the hard lessons of life just so they could learn a thing or two about how it is in society instead of being coddled by their parents or in a fucking society of play pretend. Because honestly, bro, there's this thing, bro, tu penses la vie c'est facile? You think this life is easy, bro? It's not. You know what I'm saying? It's not. So better learn the hard lessons of life. But and, yo, and, and, and you learn valuable lessons for somewhat cheap. You know what I mean? Like, like imagine if you're like so well protected and so shielded from the real world that you only get exposed to it like when you're 40 and you already have a family and you lose big. You lose like 100 kids. It's true. That's somebody, true, actually. Because, because true. somebody fucked you. Like That's fucking interesting, naive. actually. We, like, but yeah, back but, then, you think you've lost everything. Yeah, but obviously, me too. ACN, I lost like 500 bucks to like sign up and then I was trying to convince people in my basement that they needed to. ACN is the funniest thing. Yeah, bro, I actually, I believed in it because I had just turned 18. And bro, people are like, yo, Gori Sangha. Yeah, and it's... He's like, yo, bro, man, I'm so proud of you, bro. Yo, we should hang, bro. I need to talk to you about something. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was in the sauce for way longer than all of us, but um, I was in there for like a couple months and I was just like, fuck... I remember like arguing against my like restaurant manager, like, yo, I'm going to be fucking rich, bro. You you see. Yeah, you ain't see. I know you're bossing me around because I'm a buzzboy right now, but you're going to see. We're going to see who eats at the dinner table tonight. Okay, we're going to see. We're going to see. You know what? Here's $500 just for your ass right now. <laughs> just because I pay for your time. Yeah. Um, that same boss, I remember it, I, I used to work at Sirene de la Mer. Ah, uh, yo, yo, I got a job at, at, oh, at Sirene de la Mer too. Did yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, I work with Jimmy. Yeah, so did I. And then uh, once I got kicked out, uh, well, not kicked out, but uh, sent back home because my beard wasn't perfectly shaped. Those guys were the worst. Those guys were the worst. You know the one day, like, stubble you have? Like, one, like 24 hours. Like, I shaved. The next day, I had the little, like, like, growing a little bit out. I had that, and he sent me back home. 
That's fucked. Yeah. But um, I get it, bro. They had a high standard. But, but what I loved about that place is that we would serve these platters of grilled, um, what is it called? Surf and turf. Yeah. Uh, surf and turf, you have uh, grilled protein, which is filet mignon or like uh, grilled chicken. And you had like these tiger shrimps, yeah. like massive tiger shrimp. It's making me They hungry. had great food. Right? They had great food. And then uh, you serve it to the table. And then uh, obviously the rich ass family wouldn't finish eating it. So uh, the busboy would like grab that and like run to the back to like throw it out. Essentially, you were supposed to throw it out. But we were such fucking hyenas that um, <laughs> whenever somebody would grab one of those plates and run back, yeah, would everybody would know. We would spot it. We're all running towards the back. <laughs> Bro, there's like three tiger shrimps that are like $17 each that are like about to hit the garbage if you don't make it back on time. So this guy would drop it by the dish pit. And bro, just like hyenas, we just bah, 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 bah. we all grab we all grab something and we all go hide in like a freezer to like fucking yeah 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 shoot down. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> we all go hide in the freezer, freeze, freeze our asses off, just like freezing, bro, You're freezing, and you're shoving a tiger shrimp down your fucking throat. Before you have to go back you out there. Wipe your face off. You have a white dress shirt too. Yeah. So you have to Yo, be bro, proper. You want to hear the funniest story? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you say this, okay? Because the funniest story, bro, is like the, 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 it was a Sunday and one of the uh, chefs had his family over. They had a fam like a table of like maybe like 20, okay? Important people. And, um, the, uh, the chef was working on the platter all day and uh, he... Um, I was a busboy and he tells me he brings the plates to his family okay and there's like the side table where he like where the plates stay before you put yeah. them on and he tells me there's one of the plates that he just puts back on the plate and he tells me like something he go he goes like Something like that. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, well, with the plate. I, like, I, I thought yeah, I... Like, from what I heard... Get the I heard, fuck out get of the, here. It's, it's, it's garbage. It's, it's bullshit. So I'm coming back to the, to the kitchen like, oh my God, the hyenas are going to be happy tonight, my yeah. friend. We're going to feast. And I'm like, while I'm walking back to the kitchen, I'm signaling all yeah. the other busboys like, look at the catch I just yeah. got. So I get there. On the counter, start fucking yeah. <laughs> eating it, and the guy comes back. He's like, "No." He's like, "Where's my where's the plate that I told you to come?" Uh, the plate. Uh. <laughs> I'm like the plate that you told me to throw in the garbage. He's like, "No, I told you to heat it up or some shit like that." And I was like, "Well, me and the hyenas." <laughs> funny story um, <laughs> so he just had to do it again and I'm pretty sure I got fired the day after uh, for yeah. sure oh my god funny 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 yeah it's funny. tough the restaurant industry was a lot of fun for me but when you're in it um, it was wild I, I had a lot of fun working in the restaurant industry when I was uh, in my 20s but the first Personally. job I had I um, I the manager was like on cocaine and he uh, knew that I was selling drugs through the back so he came to me one day and he's like bro listen I know you're selling drugs through the back I'm not gonna tell you to stop just give me 25% I never ended up paying him a dime but um yeah that place was fucked up was it Puerto Vinos? Uh, no it was um it was uh, that place on uh, Des Sources. It was uh, 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 fucking uh, just oh, um, it was a tapas place 
It was a tapas place. And people used to get blowjobs in the back. I remember, like, not in the back, but in the in the VIP section. Like, I used to walk back, and when you walk back to the kitchen, you can see the VIP section. I see this girl on her knees sucking a dick, and I just look. And then the girl gets up. He's like, oh, this fucking bus boy looking at me sucking dick. And I'm like, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> No, but I didn't see nothing, man. No, man, I didn't see nothing, man. Yo, that's wild, bro. That's yeah. a wild ass restaurant. My bro. first job, you know, that was, was my that? first restaurant in, uh, um, my first restaurant job. And I remember, bro, my hair, my hair was short, and uh, and Justin, my boy, like uh, he he cut my fucking sideburns in his basement, so. He cut all the way here, so my head, my haircut was just this. <laughs> and I remember the first time that I start working, they're like, "You know, uh, your sideburns, you're supposed to leave them a little. You're supposed to leave them a little, uh, because now it looks like we're hiring retarded people. <laughs> it looks like we have no standards in yeah, restaurant exactly. because of you. Yeah, oh your, your restaurant business is wild. Um, I remember the first time that, that, that La Sirene, uh, when I wanted a job, I think uh, Rico like uh, hooked me up an interview and uh, the, the guys were expecting me and uh, they were both smoking a cigarette. My dad drops me in the parking lot and he drops me off in the parking lot because he knows I have to go do meet the owners and like apply, you know, and uh, so he drops me off. I get out of the car and they're both smoking a cigarette in the front. I get there and I just like I'm a kid. So I just put my hand up. So they shake it. The guys are both looking. They look at me like I'm a f crazy person. They don't shake my hand. I go like this. And I'm like, yeah, it was uh, my friend. He told me that I could have a job here. And he's like, okay, give me your 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 resume. And I give him my resume. And then start talking to him a little bit. And then I shake their hand. And I go back in the car. And my dad's like, listen, kid, you're not supposed to just put your hand out like a uh, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to hide. Humiliating. Um, yo, bro, I remember working at Porto Vinos. And we had this raging monster of a manager who used to just yell, bro. <laughs> He used to just yell at the top of his lungs and it was normalized within the restaurant industry. But this was all before the like Me Too movement, being woke, uh, before the outrage uh, era of the online community and like having like uh, self-awareness. This is way before that. You have beer? Uh, no. Okay, go on. And then um, he was just a raging monster and I remember yelling at me and whatnot. And then I remember the hostess being like this fine piece of ass and then um the man the managers or the bosses were all would all slap her ass no yeah 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 it was just a it was a thing but they would come to the host and be like what's up like what are the reservations tonight but all the rest of us would get yelled at so it was such a hierarchy of power it yelled at like, for slapping her ass or no, just no, yelled at no, 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 no no like the hostess would take it she would take the ass slapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you, you them, guys would yell, get yelled at. We would for get yelled at, and uh, the hostess would get a slap in her ass and like asked about her feelings or like whatever reservations we have that night. Um, but I, yeah, it's just it's just shocking to see um, the hierarchy of power and how how things have changed since because it was not too long ago where like. Um, Girls didn't have rights, you know. But at the same time, she was probably sleeping with the managers, you know. Like she, yeah, because probably she felt yeah. like she had no choice. She had no choice because well, that's a toxic work environment, bro. That's yeah, fucked up. Yeah, that's fucked but up. She, her ass would get slapped in front of my seventeen-year-old ass, you know. Like for me, mm -hmm. that was like, whoa, whoa shit. yeah. You're What's like, oh, on? that's cool. <laughs> fuck uh, yeah. You're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Okay, I have to become a restaurant manager. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, exactly. this is where the good pussies at. Worst jobs in the world, bro. Restaurant jobs for real. 
Um, yeah, they're fun when you're like, like in university because you make bank. To, yeah, you make bank. You make like two hundred dollars of yeah. tips. You're like, oh fuck. You were a waiter. Yeah, yeah. I worked out in a lot of restaurants. I did all the positions, but eventually I became a waiter. Yeah, and um, I never became a waiter. Yeah, it was tough. I was, it was always tough too to high, make. too high. I was never like I could never talk to yeah to family. Bro. It, it was tough, man. You, yeah, you need to know how to socialize. You need to like uh, climb the hierarchy within the restaurant. It was fucking t- as a guy, it was extremely tough. But if you're girl and you're somewhat good looking like you would get a waitressing job like for sure like it didn't matter there was a girl that was a gorgeous dime piece at the, one of the last restaurants I worked at but she couldn't do anything waitress wise but she was just a dime piece and like uh, me I was competing with like the the, 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 the most competent bus boys who were like all fighting for that waitering spot and it was just like a cute girl would walk in and she yeah. Can't get one order right. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, she couldn't get one order right right away. Like she would get the waiter. But Hi. at the same time, like I get it. When I go to a restaurant, I I enjoy the company of uh, a female waitress mm-hmm. more than. But also, uh, unless, could, but, but unless, also because you because you're a man. Because I'm a man, and but sometimes guys could be cool too, man. Some I've had some really cool guy waiters, but mm-hmm. for the most part, like you enjoy the presence of a, uh, of a girl. Serving mm-hmm. you more than that of a guy, mm-hmm. which I get. I can't. Yeah. I can't say. Uh, the, uh, I can't say the contrary, honestly. But yeah. I feel like a woman might like the the company of a uh, of like or the service of a man. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it's funny. And like, I, like it's probably like fifty fifty, or probably there's probably more women that go to restaurants than men, honestly. I, I barely, I barely do. Restaurants. There's probably more women that go to restaurants than men. Yeah. yeah. And the best service that I've ever had in my life is men. My bad, but yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, like the best, best service that I've had. Because I bet, and I haven't been in a lot of restaurants. It's, it's probably, it might just be like luck. Yeah. But, uh, like, when you're a man, you, everything has to be on point. Like, mm-hmm. you can't afford to fuck up. Yeah. Like, you can't afford really to fuck mm-hmm. up. You have to be like fucking crisp with it. Yeah. You have to be crisp. You, you have, have to, to be, be sharp. Like, I'm not gay, but I want to fuck this dude. No, but no, not that I'm not gay, but I want to make you feel like you're the no, most no, no, like fuckable. as a client, as, yeah. like, as a client, it's like I'm not gay, but I want to fuck you, you know? Mm, okay, like getting served by like, look at that ass, though. Okay, mm-hmm. I never looked at a waiter's ass like that, but I trust can see where me, you're daddy, you're going to the wrong places. <laughs> you need to go with them tight, tight jean places. Mm. <laughs> Okay, man, maybe we should wrap it up for today, should we? Yeah, I mean, uh, let's at least take a break. I need to take a piss like crazy. But okay. yeah, we could wrap it up. Uh, but you know what? We could also keep going. But like, uh, I honestly don't care if we keep going. Uh, I'm starting to get hungry. I got to pee yeah. too. So how about you go pee, I go pee pee, and then we decide what we do. Okay, cool. Okay. Qu'est-ce qu'il a passé là man. Je laisse le continuer de le faire le recording et je le pensais que je je sais pas si on va publish euh, ce recording parce que on a parlé beaucoup about euh, nos euh, feelings et je suis pas sûr si on va continuer de pouvoir exprimer Comment on sentit à l'intérieur à propos de nos sentiments. And, um, yeah. So, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, how do you feel? Let us know in the comments below. Um, are we too wild? Are we not wild enough? Are we holding back, not holding back enough? Are we holding, are we giving out too much information? That could be something too. 
that could be um, somewhat invasive of your psychology and how you're perceiving all of this. So please feel free to uh, share in the comments below how you feel about us, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about this podcast. Okay, I'll be right back after these messages. Guys, it was real, man. We had, you know, a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. We started off being unsure of ourselves and who we are. Mm -hmm. We almost canceled on the podcast, but we decided not to. Mm -hmm. We almost, almost signed up to ACN when we were 18, but we didn't. We almost gave our debit card away with all of our user information. But we didn't. But we didn't. All this to say, listen, we've made some mistakes. And uh, in this podcast, we want to normalize being non-perfect and human. Yeah. With that said, um, we would love for you guys to join our community in a deeper level. And that deeper level is being a part of our Patreon team. Now, what will be in this Patreon? Adele, please name a few. For sure. I mean, uh, first of all, being part of the family. You guys are going to be part of the family. You can have access to exclusive content. Um, some of the stuff that we feel might be uh, too explicit for Our YouTube or um, any other platform. Uh, knowing that you guys are on the Patreon, we know that uh, you're some real ones. So be part of the real ones. and uh, We'll have a Discord. Yeah, I think Discord, we'll have a Discord with uh, sure. everybody who's on the Patreon. I think yeah. that's fair. You'll get um, 24-7 uh, access to communicating with us directly, suggesting topics, maybe sharing some news that we should uh, comment on. And uh, you'll get the full episode fully exclusive to you. Uh, we don't plan on sharing the full episode on YouTube as of now. We're going to drop the full episodes on uh, the Patreon uh, to begin with. And then uh, we'll decide what uh, we'll do from there. So you get full uh, access to podcasts, uh, Discord channel where full um, 24-7 communication with us. You'll also be able, one person is going to win a prize to get a call or perhaps if you live in Montreal, an invite to the podcast. So we're still debating whether it should be a call or uh, an actual in-person invite to the podcast. Uh, that along with some other benefits that we're still uh, going to talk about before we publicize it. But yeah, uh, if you're just feeling supportive, please consider um, supporting us with the Patreon. Um, if you haven't already, uh, consider liking, commenting, and subscribing. And um, thank you so much for listening. Do you, do you want to add something? No, nah, man, I think that does it. All right, guys, thank you so much. All right, peace, guys. Peace.